Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Her towels need sleepy. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boy. Lay off me. I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you all. Nick McElway. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. Raring to go. Friday morning. No sad bro. Welcome, everybody. Our final day of Camp Out 2023, and we got plenty of things to get to, and I love the vibe. Let's go ahead and dive into the weather forecast, things out, see how things are going to be this morning. Uh, we're looking to start with uh, partly cloudy skies, and the high today, 70 degrees. Not bad for mid-November, dear friend. Uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy. Cooling off just in time as we're wrapping up. High 56, and then Sunday, 55 degrees with sunshine. We'll be cooling off even more after that once the work week starts. We'll worry about that later. We're going to take a look at traffic and see how things are this early Friday morning. Kathy, what's up? But first, we are going to thank a few people. GBCA, Xfinity, Comcast Business, Pods Moving and Storage, Philly Pretzel Factory, Town Square Rentals, Courtyard Philadelphia South, the Navy Yard, and Event Quip for helping us at the camp out. We just had a Burlington-Bristol Bridge opening an early one. Uh, it is back down. Traffic jammed in both directions, but moving. Betsy Ross Bridge westbound at 95. Construction work at the mid-span. Uh, 309 northbound at Eastern Road. Watch for an accident there. And then on 55 northbound, you're slow from Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by InvisibleFence.com. Feel confident in your pet's safety with Invisible Fence brand patented containment technology. Pairs with hands-on training to give your pet the safest freedom possible. Learn more by visiting invisiblefence.com and that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Oh, wait till you hear her news report. <laughs> yeah. All right, today is Friday, November 17th. Good morning, Kathy. You just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. In the news this morning, there was outrage within the Colonial School District after a controversial Facebook post concerning Israel's military was made by a board member. The post, which had since has since been deleted, was made by Dr. Jamina Clay. She submitted her letter of resignation Thursday, saying in a Facebook post that she did not want to distract from the work of the school board or the district. I recently made a post on my Facebook page where I intended to draw attention to the conflict in the Middle East. Upon reflection and after having conversations with loved ones and friends, I understand that my choice of words may have caused harm to many and that the impact did not match my intent, said Clay on Thursday morning. Underreported by any chance? I I know, Steve. If I didn't get the word out, how would you possibly know? What did she say that was so inflammatory? Uh, 
so people are saying no sad bro oh man people are saying it was you know anti-semitic and um so she you know i mean it was so quick though it went up it came down she resigned like it was Um, it was very quick it was uh i'm I'm, uh uh, names are escaping me are are, uh, the charcuterie uh jared freed yeah jared freed you sure are you sure (laughs) you sure Post yes. Are you absolutely sure you want to you, post what you're going to post? When you hold things to that litmus test on oh, social man. media, you almost always should never post. I know. If yeah. you have no. pause for thought, yep. don't post it. Yep. Residents packed Thursday night school board meeting voicing concerns about the post and looking for answers. Dr. Clay will continue to serve as assistant superintendent for the school district of Philadelphia where she oversees 10 schools. The Board of Education Policy 320 states that employees are protected by the First Amendment when speaking on a matter of public concern that is not part of their job duties. The views and opinions expressed in Dr. Clay's Facebook post do not reflect the position, opinion, or views of the School District of Philadelphia, said a spokesperson uh, for the School District and of Philadelphia. Nick, I heard she does not like raisins in her meatballs. What? Oh, <laughs> that for bitch. Christ's sake. This, this lady. That's a teacher. Uh, the Colonial School District released a lengthy statement that was informative and reiterated their commitment to creating a safe, inclusive environment for students, faculty, and staff. A disturbing discovery was made on a Montgomery County trail. A woman was found unconscious with multiple injuries along the Kinwood Heritage Trail. The call came in by a passing jogger at 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Police say the 42-year-old Maniunk woman had head and body injuries along with signs of exposure, which means they don't know long how long she was out there. That's right near, near work. That's right near work, yes. Uh, runners and bikers are rethinking their early evening exercise routines along the two-mile trail. Many people say that they work out there because they feel safe. Uh, police have stepped up patrol in the area. Police say the woman was uh, taken to Langanaw Medical Center. Investigators say it's not clear what happened to her, though they have been able to speak to her. Uh, police are asking for information from anyone who may have see, uh, been on that trail Tuesday morning. So if you, you were on that trail Tuesday morning, they're trying to piece this all together, and they're asking that you contact police. I'm on trails all the time, and, and I'm out, you know, obviously I look like the serial killer. <laughs> but still, it's like you're leery, and I always say to my, my wife went out, um, you know, on, on one of the trails yesterday with her sister. Go with someone if you can. You know, because here's here's a situation. I don't know what happened in this one. I, I know. It clearly was not good. When, when we will, I will hike uh, trails with, with my kids. I've done it in the past, and all of a sudden, it's, it's almost like when I see another human being out there, it's like in The Walking Dead when they would come across a stranger yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know if they were friendly or not. <laughs> yeah. no, not that they were, yeah, not that know, they were yeah. a zombie. Like, the living people were the ones to be afraid I of. I know, yeah. Because you're like, I don't know what this guy's doing out in the woods. Especially when you're in a very remote part of a trail. Yeah. Where there's, I mean, you know, you, you just have to be, be aware. I, I'm always looking, and sometimes, but I'll feel bad because, you know, sometimes it's just, just person, a nice person. Nice person walking by yeah. and I'm, I'm like this, I'm turning around looking at them as, just to make sure they're not following. Oh, no, they're going to recognize me. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, no, yes, activities, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, I thought I could get, get away from it. <laughs> uh, so if you have any information or you were along that trail on Tuesday, uh, contact police. The development team for the proposed 76ers arena held its first in-person community meeting Thursday night at the Sheraton in Center City. Uh, since the announcement in the summer of 2022, developer and Sixers limited owner David Edelman said that they've held 100 meetings with various groups. We want to give them real answers. All of a sudden, people who were unsure become neutral. Maybe uh, they can become positive. I'm in this to get this right. I'm in this to make the city happy. 
I, I'm in it to make our fans happy. He Why told six CBC ahead of the meeting. So bad. I don't. I don't get like I. I, you know, <laughs> after, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Like, but is that all it is? It's just money. That's why they want to have this arena. I mean, we, we spent a little bit of time over here at the Wells Fargo Center over the last week. It's cool. No, it's part of a whole it's redevelopment. Of, yeah, it's a part of a whole redevelopment of that area. I mean, that right. you know that, that that fashion district. I mean, it used to be it used to be a great place to go to, and it's just not. And they tried to fix it up, and they tried to make it different, yeah. and it didn't work. No, the, I mean the fashion district itself, as it is right now today, is really nice. Yeah, but no one goes there. But nobody goes there, right? <laughs> so but, they're going to change it. All right, you could plop a, a stadium in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, it seems like it's going to be a nightmare. But I don't know. There's not uh, a lot I mean, of love uh, in between this guy David Edelman and the Wells Fargo Center. They've yeah. had a lot of conflict over the last few years. So he wants to go. Well, it, it, part of the ownership, I think, part of the ownership group with the Sixers would be fine to stay in the, in the Wells Fargo Center. But there are people like him who want to take it elsewhere, and there's a lot of back and forth. In Casey, yes, ultimately, it's about ego and money. It always is. The group says the $1.5 billion project will bring more than a billion dollars in new tax revenues to the city, state, and school district over a 30-lease term and will lead to 12,000 construction jobs. Edelman says that they've already made changes to the project based on the community input. Those changes include adding 80 units of affordable housing in the adjacent Chinatown. The plan is expected to revitalize Market East, specifically the fashion district. Here's, here's how I get on board, Kathy. The Preston and Steve Arena. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Naming rights. I mean, something there with your name on it for sure. Potential traffic congestion was also addressed, including the addition of the entrance to SEPTA at the Jefferson Station stop. The opposition has come from some, but not all members of the Chinatown community. The concerns range from doubt over projected tax revenue to skepticism over gathered data. The meeting at times grew tense when security initially escorted some holding signs in opposition to the project, but later Edelman encouraged them to return and head to the microphone instead. Mayor-elect Sherelle Parker said she is waiting for the impact study to be completed before she takes a stance. The study was commissioned by the city and paid for by the Sixers. is expected to be completed in mid-December. In sports this morning... Sixers, who have lost two games in a row after winning eight straight, are on the road tonight and will play the Hawks in Atlanta. Tip-off is at 7.30. The Flyers, who have won three games in a row, are back home this weekend and will host the Stanley Cup champs, the Vegas Golden Knights, tomorrow afternoon. The puck will drop at 1 o'clock. And in Thursday night football, the Ravens beat the Cincinnati Bengals 34-20. In Baltimore, Lamar Jackson threw two touchdown passes in the second quarter, and the Bengals also lost quarterback Joe Burrow to a wrist injury. The AFC North leading Ravens, who improved to 8-3, completed a head-to-head sweep of the Bengals who fell to 5-5. Five and five. And that's what I have for you this morning. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> News you can use. Uh, welcome, guys, to our final day of the 2023 Camp Out for Hunger. And uh, it's a beautiful morning. Yes, yes. We love it. 
Going to have a gorgeous sunrise today. It's going to be comfortable and everything. And I have our, here's what I'm going to uh, try to give to you as a theme for you personally today is try to embrace the tiny wins because I already had one tiny little win this morning and I'm going to try to like keep a little tally. I went out to the Duncan tent here to go get a donut. Right. Start my day off with a donut. And uh, I was going to go with a glazed donut. And I told uh, the gal behind the counter, I go, you know, I'd do a backflip if you had a crawler back. <laughs> and, and she goes, I actually have one. Ah, you can do it. But she goes in and then uh, she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I, I was wrong. I don't have a crawler. And I'm like, oh, that was really bummed out. And then she goes, I, it was actually a coconut donut. I, I love coconut donuts. <laughs> there you go. Even better. Even better. Do you so, need us to spot you while you do your backflip? That was for a no. crawler. Oh, oh, oh I didn't okay. have any crawler. got out of it? All right. Yeah. He doesn't have to follow through. <laughs> So I'm chalking that up as win number one of the day so far, and I and I urge you to take tally of those small little things that make your day so much brighter. <laughs> so much brighter. If you would, please. Uh, but we have some stuff planned for today that we hope is going to be bright, a bright spot in your day. If you come by and see us here at Camp Out for Hunger, we have uh, some guests that are going to be swinging by, and this is your last opportunity uh, to stop off and make a donation before this whole thing wraps up. We'll take donations up until about, you know, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., somewhere in that range, but then we're, like, you're going to see this thing break down as so it, soon as we are done. What takes so long to build, yep. they, the way they can break it down is astonishing. <laughs> as we're, like, hanging out in back and taking pictures or whatever, it is getting to, it's like one of those time-lapse yeah. videos. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we have guests that are going to be joining us. And what What am I? And I just, no, sorry, Marissa got the jacket. Oh. I just, I turned around and oh. she wanted this jacket wow. so bad How'd you get it? Yes. I'm actually borrowing it. Oh. I oh. talk oh. about small wins, Preston. My friend called let me, me. Hold on. Let me interrupt for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the radio. Yeah. It's the Eagles. It's the Princess Diana Eagles jacket. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Yes. Yes. My friend called me last night. It arrived from Mitchell and Ness, and she said, stop by in the morning, and I will run downstairs and give it to you. It's the most South Philly thing ever. I ran to her house, picked it up, and here we are. Nice. Little wins, Preston. Little wins. Little wins. That's your win, even though it's not your jacket. All right. So. borrow something. You know what, Preston? You didn't get a crawler, and you're still calling it you a know win. What? You're yes. right. All right. But I actually got to eat that donut. Uh, but you're right. So it's, uh, well, she Marissa, can eat the coat. Take it as a win. Absolutely. Okay. As I was going to say, we have uh, a, a number of guests that are going to be joining us this morning, which is really cool. We'd like rounding out the week with some friends. So uh, John O'Hurley is stopping by this morning. Yes. That's right. Peterman will be here. And the Kennel Club of Philadelphia's National Dog Show is happening, and uh, so uh, he kind of comes by for a little yearly visit. I love it, yeah. He'll be by. Our good friend Big J Okerson is stopping in. Yeah. He's going to be at uh, Live Casino tomorrow night. And we will also have our buddy Steve Ranazizi, who's performing at Helium Comedy Club. And Daughtry is coming by. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, he's got a gig at Ocean Casino Resort tonight and tomorrow. So he's going to swing by. And then we have uh, some of our uh, largest corporate donations that we usually expect on Friday. So some of our friends are coming by to announce those. But tomorrow. don't think for a second that your donation... You're bringing down food. We'd love to see you here today. And again, if you're actually making physical food donations, 
donations. We really encourage that. Love that as well because that gets processed right into the system and dispersed. Yeah, so be a part of it if you would, please. If you have some time to stop by, even just for like five or ten minutes, whatever, come on, grab a, grab a donut. See yeah. what they have in their private stash back there. With they donut probably cake. have a ton of Crowlers present. Hey, maybe. <laughs> the whole back yeah, is Don't, don't give it to him. Yeah. So, uh, and also with that, we have one of our favorite house bands that's going to help us wrap up the week. We'll go ahead and take a break, and I will strike up this band. Drop Dead Sexy is going to be performing all morning long. So come and see us. We'll be back with more Camp Out on 93.3 WNMR. Stay with us. Stream Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger live. See all the guests, the crazy stunts, and the generous donations. Get the streaming link at WMMR.com slash campout. Thanks to our friends at Newman University. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks, the Preston and Steve Show's Camp Out for Hunger. Our final day, a no sad bro Friday, and we got that band right there, Drop Dead Sexy, as our house. Yeah. You not only get music, you get a full freaking stage show with these guys when they come out, and you'll have to experience it for yourself when you come here the last day to get to camp out in person. We're going to take a look at traffic, see what's happening. Cap, what's going on this morning? We want to thank a few people before we get the traffic report. The Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters, Local 158, United Rentals, Reliable On-Site Services, Victory Brewing Company, Xfinity Live, Shore Microphones, Duncan and Precision Solutions. 55 Northbound Jams North of Deptford to 42. 
On the Betsy Ross Bridge westbound, we have uh, some slow traffic from the mid-span to 95 where there's construction work. The Vine westbound, volume building 95 to Broad Street, the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill, and then on the Schuylkill, we're slow eastbound. Gladwin into Belmont, Montgomery to Spring Garden, South Street to University, westbound side. University to South City to Belmont, and then again at the Conshohocken Curve. 95 southbound out of the northeast, slowing from Academy to Cotman, and an accident still in Sheltonham, 309 northbound at Easton Road. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on autumn veg favorites at Whole Foods Market. Get 32 ounces of Brussels sprouts for $4.99 with Prime through November 23rd. While supplies last, shop in-store or online terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right. I feel like when we get back in the studio, I'm going to need you guys to applaud for me. I, we we yeah. may do like golf clapping just <laughs> yeah, to okay. ease you out of thank it all. You. Uh, a couple of things real quick. I want to thank our hourly spotlight sponsor. This hour sponsored by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. The iconic <laughs> Lorenzo and Sons Pizza in is a Philadelphia staple locations. Westchester and Xfinity Live right down here at Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. You can visit Lorenzo'sWestchester.com. And Giuseppe usually brings us some on Friday. <laughs> See about that. All right. And then we need to put somebody in our privilege section. The first people that get to sit there this morning and Kathy gets to choose. I know. I was I was looking around. Are there like are there any cute babies here or cute babies? Yeah. yeah. Like it would be What baby wouldn't love to sit in a what? huge chair? I, yeah, come on. I don't like I don't really see anything. I know I, this guy here I love you but you have a Delco shirt on. I just can't pick oh. you. I know I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Remember that. Arsh. So is that it? That like no one else has signs on you can just pick. Right, who just, okay, these people. two ladies. They jumped up. They got matching yeah. shirts on. I love them. All right. They look like cute little babies. Uh, <laughs> uh, the privilege section is brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Voted the best casino in Pennsylvania, by the way. All right. So let's meet who we have here. What are your names? Yours first. Either one of you. I don't care, actually. Debbie. Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Where are you from? See, so you're from Delaware County. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Northeast. Northeast. Oh, all right. Close to Bucksco. And then what is your name? Lean in there to the microphone, please. Michelle. What's your name? Michelle. Michelle. Val? Michelle. Michelle. I'm sorry. All I heard was Val. You know what? They're, they're baby ladies. That's, that's why. favorite Beatles song. Ah. All right. Michelle, very good. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming down this morning. I love those shirts. Did you make them yourselves? or? Yes. They were awesome. Uh, Excellent. They took the official Camp Out for Hunger poster and made shirts out of them. I love nice. it. All right. So for about an hour or so, you get to sit in the best seats in the house. We're going to move you right over there. Nice, plushy, big seat. Thank you. Yeah. You got it. And we'll cycle through that through the course of the Kathy really spent a lot of time with that, Preston. I know. I I like them. All right, so we're going to ask a super question. We're going to give away a prize this morning. We do have a pair of tickets to go to WWE Monday Night Raw, Wells Fargo Center, Monday, April 8th. And the question I will ask, now this is an interesting one. All right. Uh, The brown recluse spider is identifiable by what? By a silhouette of what shape on its body? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. 215263 WMMR. I never knew this. The brown recluse spider is identifiable by a silhouette of what shape on its body? 215263 WMMR. Going to make you work a little bit for it this morning. All right. We'll uh, mention some birthdays today while we're awaiting your answer. Today being the 17th day of November, our friend Danny DeVito has his uh. birthday. 
Uh, Danny is right on the edge of 80, man. He is 79 Whoa. years old. You know, he's going great guns. He is. He's still, obviously, it's always sunny. He's, he's even a lot of commercials. Yeah. Uh, and he's just, he's a blast to be around. Do you know what I'd like to see him do again? He's he's a really good director. Yeah. You remember his run of movies that he directed? Yeah. Really great stuff. Get Shorty, did he direct that? Uh, he, he was in it. He was in it. All right. I, but he did Matilda. I know that. Matilda. He did Hoffa. I okay. Think he, I think he directed War of the Roses. Wait, I'm not sure. Didn't he d- uh, direct uh, Death to Smoochie? Death to Smoochie. Yes. That's wow. it. Yes. One uh, of our favorites. Yeah. And I have to tell the story because it's like a highlight of my life. But when I sat next to him in a golf cart and we, uh, Brian from Chorus Photography says, smile, I'm going to take your picture. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. And he turns to me and he starts fixing my hair, <laughs> putting my hair in place, made sure my shirt, I had like a belt on. He was like, is everything in place? And then he, and then he turned to Brian and was like, okay, you can take the picture. Oh, that's wait, wait, wait. Your, your breasts are out of work. I mean, that's, pr- and Caitlin was there too. And she basically was like, oh, look, here he goes. Oh, yeah, sure. Just another reason to touch a girl. Danny is 79 today. Then we have uh, actress Melizra, uh, Ma- Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Uh, Scarface, Color of Money, The Abyss, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. She is 65 today. Uh, it's Lauren Michaels' birthday, the ah. SNL producer. Uh, he's the guy that uh, makes the d- big decisions on that show. So, Legend, he uh, for a while, a lot of people don't remember, he was no longer in charge of SNL. He was away, and, and then the show went through a dark period. Mm. And then he came back, took the reins, and, and they've been going great guns. Don't you think... Wasn't that time not really that funny? Oh, there, there was there was a debacle that, that took place. They had a woman named Jean Dumanian who uh, who replaced, and then I think it was Dick Ebersol was repl- was replacing uh, her, and then Lauren Michaels came back. But I mean, you talk about a legacy. The guy is SNL. It's a staple. So he is uh, seventy nine today. Then you have uh, RuPaul celebrating a birthday as well. RuPaul turns sixty three years old. That freaking show, uh, Drag Race, has yep. won a ton of Emmys. Yeah. People love it. Yep, it's run very well. Uh, Martin Scorsese also celebrates his birthday today. Uh, he turns 81 years old. Uh, on Instagram lately, there's a great video. I know you've seen it. It's uh, him and Robert De Niro and Leo DiCaprio, and they're talking about uh, they're fighting over him as a director. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Have you seen that case? I have not. Oh, no. man, I got to show it to you. You'll no. love it. But my my, uh, my in-laws had a schnauzer that looked exactly like Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I see whenever, not the gray schnauzers, but the darker schnauzers, you look at them. Scorsese-esque. Yes. Yeah, one of, the, one of the greatest directors of all time. So he turns 81 today. Uh, great actor Stephen Root has his birthday. News radio, Office Space. Uh, he's, uh, what's the character's name, Nick, down in the basement? Right. Milton. Milton. That's it. Yes. Uh, he is uh, 72 today. Uh, then you have, uh, from the Four Seasons, Bob Guadio. Whoa. Uh, he is the guy, he wrote a bunch of their songs. And in fact, he wrote, before he joined uh, the Four Seasons, he wrote uh, Short Shorts, that song. Yeah, yeah. So it was a big hit for him. And then he joined uh, the Four Seasons, and I think it was Joe Pesci is the guy who introduced him seriously yeah. uh, to the uh, the other band members. Did you did you uh, enjoy the movie? The uh, yeah, yeah, Jersey Boys. Yeah, Jersey Boys. I liked it. Clint Eastwood directed it. Yeah, yeah. So he is eighty one today. Daisy Fuentes, ah, uh, the TV personality, uh, MTV. She's an MTV babe. Yeah, uh, she is. Wow, she's fifty seven today. Oh, yeah. There you go. And then the last birthday, I saw the very lovely and talented Rachel McAdams turns a year older. Mean Girls. The 
Notebook, Doctor Wedding Strange. Crashers, Doctor Strange. Yep, and all of that. Uh, she's great, and she turns forty-five. Today. She was on uh, played herself on one of my favorite shows called Dave, which stars Lil Dicky. It's on FXX, and uh, she and uh, LD have a, a romance towards the end of the. It's, it's yeah, in season three, it's really well done, and uh, and she plays herself, and then all of a sudden Brad Pitt shows up as Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's, it's a great show. If you never watched it, I can't recommend it. Wow, and we know Lil Dicky, and he got to make out with her. Yeah. That's and pretty good. Yes. We kind of made out with Rachel. A little McCann's bit, too. Yeah. All right. I like that. All right. Let's see if someone does indeed know the answer to this question. So the brown recluse spider is identifiable by a silhouette of what shape on its body. Uh, we'll go to the phones. 215-263. WMMR is the number. And I've got Ryan that we're going to try to communicate with here. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning, Ed. Good morning to see you, Ryan. All right. The brown recluse spider has a silhouette of what on its body? A violin. A violin is correct. Wow. Yes. I did not know that. Neither did I. All right, hang on, Bob. We're going to get your info. I'm trying to put him on hold, but it's not working. So somebody will have to do that. All He's right. our guest all day. So we're going to set him up with a pair of tickets WWE Monday Night Raw, Wells Fargo Center, Monday, April 8th, uh, the night after WrestleMania 40, and a combo tickets for Friday Night SmackDown, the 2024 WWE Hall of Fame ceremony, NXT Stand and Deliver, and Monday. Monday Night Raw go on sale today at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. So my first entertainment uh, story is uh, a real downer. This is a terrible, terrible story. Dana Carvey's eldest son, Dex Carvey, died on Wednesday, and he was only 32 years old. It's horrible. Uh, he and his wife, Paula uh, Zwagerman, announced the news via Instagram last night, and they wrote, last night we suffered a terrible tragedy. Uh, they wrote this in a joint statement and revealed that their son died from an accidental drug overdose. Oh, yeah. Uh, the couple added that Dex was a beautiful person and that they will miss him forever. Uh, they wrote, to anyone struggling with addiction or who loves someone struggling with addiction, you are in our hearts and prayers. Uh, Dana later shared a photo with Dex to Instagram and wrote the caption, F the tabloids, this is my boy. So he, uh, Dex and Dana, you know, obviously uh, he followed in his dad's footsteps. He was a stand-up comedian. Yeah. And was doing very well. His career was on the rise. Oh, man, that's just terrible. Absolutely terrible. So I'm sure there'll be more that comes from that uh, in the next few days. So uh, a lighter story, uh, but kind of heartbreaking for some people. And in another regard, Snoop Dogg <laughs> has decided he's going to quit smoking weed. So I saw this pop up yesterday. Right? You, you think, you, can he There's do no it? Way. No. Can he do it? Right? No. Because they, they, they broke down the amount, if you probably have it there, Preston, the amount, he had a professional yeah. blunt roller. Yeah, so uh, fans were immediately unconvinced by the admission, as you guys are. Yeah, nobody uh, bought it. With uh, some wondering if it's maybe a publicity stunt ahead of a new business venture with edibles, which I think that's what's going to be. That's probably it. Yeah, edibles. Edibles, man. <laughs> Uh, he said, he wrote, I'm giving up the smoke. And uh, he claimed in the post, uh, which included a further statement uh, that read, after much consideration with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. The 52-year-old added before signing off the message, please respect my privacy at this time. Uh, it's come as a shock to fans uh, due to his open appreciation of the drug, which is extended to numerous business ventures, among them edibles, weed strains, and digital media businesses devoted to marijuana-related news. And it was once claimed that he had someone rolling 75 to 150 joints 
per day for him. Per day. Which he would later dispute and dismiss, though. But uh, a guy named Renegade Piranha, who had claimed to be Snoop's professional blunt roller, or PBR, said last year, on average, I do about half a pound a day. <laughs> which seems excessive, he said. So that's roughly like 75 to 150 units per day. I calculate it at over 450,000 blunts. But he would he said he would hand out a lot of that. Yeah, okay. uh, He wasn't smoking all that as all well, right. but he would he would give that to a lot of people as well. And I think the most impressive thing is that Snoop Dogg admitted that he was basically completely outclassed by Will, uh, Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, most definitely. He said that's one of the only people that could outsmoke him. Yeah. Uh, in March this year, he did admit that he had moderated his weed intake after he became a grandfather. So that kind of changed things for him. I mean, that, that was an early, let that be like you, Kathy, giving up activities. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, never. Uh, Tristan Thompson is trying to make amends for all the harm he's caused to the Kardashian-Jenner family. On the latest episode of the Kardashians, he had to sit down with Kylie and apologize for his, quote, poor decisions. Poor decisions. And how they affected her friendship with Jordan Woods. In 2019, he cheated on Chloe with Woods. I want you to know when I was banging all those tub girls, I was thinking about you. Who was Kylie's best friend at the time. Uh, he said, the fact that I came with my poor decisions decisions and being an effing idiot and just being young and stupid. I just want to say I'm sorry again for that. Sorry. Life is so short and it sucks because even though we made our mistakes, sometimes it's hard to come back from situations like that. She accepted his apology and shone a light on something positive that came from the whole ordeal. She said, I appreciate that. I think I was uh, so codependent that I could have never imagined my life without her. Uh, we would have probably still been living together. And she said, and I think she needed to grow without me. I needed to grow without her. But Jordan and I are cool. We still talk and catch up. So I know you guys can sleep. I was very worried about that because uh -huh. that's one of the great friendships of all time. Yes. And and to lose it would be a, a, a disaster for all of us, I think, Preston. Yes. And, and thank God. Yeah. Thank God that they're back together. Yes. Uh, so we touched on this story yesterday. Jada Pinkett Smith is talking about Will Smith. Uh, and there's a rumor that he was uh, caught having sex with his uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air co-star Dwayne Martin. Martin, uh, she said that Will is finding the funny in the rumors that he had sex. He, with, he's finding the haha -ha. with Dwayne Martin. Yes, uh, she said you have to because it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and she said you've just got to laugh about it, and it's unfortunate. So we learned uh, an extra element to that: that if it was happening, they were actually doing the Carlton yeah. while they were having During sex. Sex. Has yeah. Dwayne Martin had anything to say about this? Uh, I think he's the one who floated out the information. No, you know, no, no. Somebody walked. A guy in on walked them. in. On him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's wow. why I reported yesterday. A guy walked in, said he opened the door, and the two of them were there having sex. Uh huh. But I forgot who that was. Yeah. It's yeah. like Bilal something or other. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I, I haven't heard Dwayne Martin say anything yet, Casey, okay. to answer your question. Uh, on Wednesday night, Sofia Vergara shared photos from the first modern family reunion to Instagram. I love that show. Yeah. And that's what an ensemble cast. Amazing. Just the best. Uh, according to people, Julie Owen, Sarah Hyland, Eric Stone Street, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Ariel Winter, Rigo Rodriguez, Ed O'Neill, and Nolan Gould all attended the party. However, Ty Burrell could not make it. Uh, so uh, Vergara shared a video that showed his photo on the mantle above a fireplace and said, we miss you, Ty, in the caption. You know, it, that show, so when I had uh, my uh, prostate cancer diagnosis in 2014, I was going through that stuff, and, you know, I was keeping a positive attitude. But that show for me, Modern Family, because yeah. it was constantly running, I was like, there we go, there's my salvation. Yeah, it's great. Yep, well done. 
So let's see. Uh, this is a. Let me, I have one more Kardashian story. I swear to God, I'm not going to mention them anymore. Mm-hmm. But now we already knew. Yeah, we're back in the That's gen- right in the Jenner sphere. Welcome, everyone. As I orbit Shattered, I want you to know I support the camp out for hunger. Oh, thank you, Caitlin. Absolutely. Captain Caitlin. Take your non-perishable food items and get down to the. Uh, is it the Metroplex? No, no, we no. don't do oh, that anymore. Moved. Well, you know, I was in a, a black hole for a while, <laughs> and time slowed down. <laughs> no, we're at, we're in the Wells Fargo Center. The complex. Wells Fargo Center next to Xfinity Live. Yes, uh, understood. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, smooches, uh, smooches, baby. Courtney uh, Kardashian and Travis Barker named their newborn son. Now we knew that they were going to name him Rocky. Yes, but they have officially given the full name. Is, is it Rocky Mickey Adrian? No, it's not. That's it. Cuff and Link, dude. Would that be great? Rock. <laughs> this is Rocky Major. Rocky. <laughs> Rocky? Adrian, Mickey, Adrian. Oh, my God. Uh, no, it is Rocky. And his, the confirmation name is Paulie. Yes. No, it is Rocky 13 Barker. Okay. 13 is the middle name. Come on. I know. Right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Rocky 13 Barker. Uh, according to a birth certificate obtained by uh, the People magazine, he was born on November 1st in Los Angeles, and his name is Rocky 13 Barker. They had considered fart iron cloud. Well, I, I think, remember, he had, he had kicked around the idea of naming the child 13, I thought, initially, or something like that. I, I don't know what the story is. I'm sure there's some kind of significance in the world of Blink-182. I, I'm not really sure. It's a number he likes. Uh, speaking, speaking of kids, uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt saw Zahara Marley Jolie has joined the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Ooh. at Spelman College. Uh, Essence shared a video to Instagram on Thursday showing Zahara dancing alongside her sorority sisters as she introduced herself. She said, my name is Zahara Marley Jolie, and I landed all the way from the Golden State in the city full of angels, Los Angeles, California. Is Zahara one of the adopted children, or is Zahara yeah. one? Okay. I believe so. I've lost yes, track. she is. I've lost track. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, what was uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha? What was it? Did they have any on the Westchester uh, no. campus? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go vaginas. <laughs> All right, uh, this is interesting. Steve, I want to see what you think about this. Machine Gun Kelly has revealed that he wants to play the role of Link in the Legend of Zelda movie. So he sort of looks like Link a little bit. He's too tall. But he's too tall. That's I agree. I and I, I, he doesn't have, you gotta, he does have a little bit of a boyish face, but you need a little bit more. Uh, they really need to cast this right because if they F it up, both you and I will drive over and beat the piss out of them. Yeah, so uh, he said on his Instagram story, if I don't play Link, we have a problem. No, we have a problem if you do play Link. But last year, uh, he and his girlfriend, Megan Fox, dressed <clears throat> like Link and Zelda for Halloween. So he's a big, big fan. Right. Uh, according to Nintendo via Twitter, film producer uh, Shigeru Miyamoto had been working on a live-action film for some time now. Man, uh, I'm, I'm simultaneously excited and conflicted because of, you know, we've waited so long for something like this. If they screw it up, yeah. you know. You want him to do it, right? I want him to do it. Macaulay Calkin is achieving a major Hollywood milestone. The 43-year-old actor will get his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's pretty cool. Yep, he's going to be honored with the 2,765th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and they will do that on December 1st. Steve, I don't know if you saw this, but I, I saw a post uh, on Instagram last night, um, a Jeopardy post. That he's doing Celebrity Jeopardy, too. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, cool. So he, he looks great. He does look great. There was a time where he really he looked like yeah. a derelict, and uh, and 
but I, I love to see him out and about because he's uh, he's very self-deprecating and, I, you know, so many great movies. He's a likable dude. Uh, the actor's star is, uh, the actor's stars in the category of motion pictures. Uh, additionally, it's announced that MC uh, Steve Nissen will be joined by Catherine O'Hara and Natasha Leone, who will uh, take part in the ceremony as speakers. Catherine obviously played his mother in the Home Alone films, and uh, Natasha was his co-star in 2003's Party Monster. Did you guys ever see that movie? It's about club kids. It's, it's uh, pretty scary. It's yeah. one of those disturbing movies. It's a true story. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. that guy ended up uh, killing somebody, going to jail, and he died uh, just a few years ago. Did he uh, Did he have a little bit of cannibalism as well? Not at all. Okay. Know. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a messed up story. So the event will be live streamed on Walk of Fame's, on the Walk of Fame's official website. How do you do just a little bit of cannibalism? I think you just, you just don't mind if I do kind of thing. <laughs> okay. yeah. You know, you, you sample you know, a little bit. A finger. I'll just have a finger. All right. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it was last night, Steve, a Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, okay. From Rachel Dratch and then another person that I don't know. All right. Uh, let's see. According to, uh, with the WGA and the SAG after a strikes being over, fans can expect new episodes of their favorite shows on the horizon. I like shows. According to the Hollywood Reporter, ABC announced return dates for Abbott Elementary and Grey's Anatomy on Thursday. Uh, so the third season of Abbott Elementary will premiere on February 7th, and Grey's Anatomy 20th season will premiere on March 14th. So they're going to start rolling out. 20th the- season. 20 years of not watching a second. Yeah. Yep. It's been great. Wow. <laughs> Time flies when you're not watching. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. If I could get that time back. Uh, this is pretty cool. Deadline reports David Letterman will be returning to The Late Show uh, for the first time since signing off as host more than eight years ago. This time, though, he's going to be a guest. So he's going to be on there with Stephen Colbert interviewing him, and that's going to be on Monday the 30th. So a significant part of my entertainment over the past couple of months has been watching the collections of Chris Elliott on Letterman and his various characters. That show, when it was in its prime, was so effing good. And Chris Elliott was a substantial part of that. You remember his character? The Fugitive Guy. Yeah, the Fugitive Guy. I yeah, love yeah. that. Did either of you guys get to see the um, uh, the special with you 2 and Letterman? No, you've Chris, recommended it. I want to really, see it. Yeah, yeah, maybe over the holidays or whatever, Steve. It, you, both of you guys would enjoy it. And and Dave's a really good interviewer. And let's, he, he and Bono and the Edge have a, um, a really cordial relationship. It's, let's it's all get together good. and watch it at Kathy's house. All right. Okay, yeah. Kathy? Nice. We'll Kathy, could you whip us up some hors d'oeuvres and stuff? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cheeses, perhaps? I have no couches. Oh. Um, you have no couches? No, I have no Remember, my whole first floor yeah. is, is really it's well, Regency, coming together. It's just not there yet. Regency Furniture was a uh, sponsor this week. Oh. Maybe we can get them out I'm going to take whatever's left over in the uh, in Those the backstage. Yeah. They're really that black leather couch is yeah. actually pretty comfortable. Yeah, I might I, take that. I took a little snooze on that last night. Did you? We, oh, we, then uh, I'm not taking it. We have the best furniture we've ever had in our uh, green room area back here. I'm clean. She doesn't think. So. Are you? Yes. <laughs> Are you really? Are you really? Did you impress me as slimy? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Dean McDermott opened up about the night he posted and later deleted an announcement about his separation from Tori Spelling on Instagram. What are you guys talking about? Uh, it's a Dean McDermott. I look at Nick. Not, I'm like, which one is that? Is not that Dylan? Okay. Yeah. Right. Not Dermot Mulroney. No, not Dermot Mulroney. Dort McDangle. This is the this is the Tory Spelling. Right. Yeah. This is right. the guy I don't care for. Uh, he told the outlet that the couple's financial troubles, as well as his struggles with substance abuse, were the root causes for their issues, and he revealed that he was drunk and angry. 
before announcing the split. That's no way to go through college, son. <laughs> he, said, he said that he saw the light, the final flicker of the flame go out in her eyes after he had, quote, raged against her and the children. He said, I posted that because I was at the end of my rope. I didn't know what to do. I had burned everything down yet again. So I was watching this interview, and I, I always thought this guy was kind of a, a schmuck, you know. Yeah. But, but I have to say, he seems sincere. He's trying to turn things around. You know, in that time where you're very vulnerable, yeah. um, you know, he's going through this. Well, so you, Yeah, when you see somebody actually man up and take responsibility and for that, their actions. Okay, I All mean, right. uh, I believe in redemption. Sure. I also revealed that he tried to end his own life that night. He said that night I was drinking wow. and I was into my pills. After I sent the post, I took some more pills. I took six or seven Ambien in the hopes that I would not wake up. And he said, thankfully, he did wake up because, quote, I would have ruined so many lives if I had it got It got bad for me last night. I took, right in a row, five brownie bites. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. I need Some, to talk to someone. Somebody brought those little tiny brownies. Yeah. Those little, they look like little cups. Their slogan is, you can't eat just 100. No. Yeah. <laughs> I saw and you. they just sit there and mock you. Steve, yeah. you came over to where we were having, uh, Kathy and I were chatting with Jerry Lynn, and you carried over the whole, like, box of them. And you just, and they, <laughs> the things going on in your mouth. But you look so happy. I, I, I couldn't have been more more delicate if I was cradling the baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that, those effing things. They're still, they're in the RV, oh, yeah. and I almost, like, without even thinking about it, before I even had yeah. my coffee this morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. My hands started yeah. moving towards it. I'm like, what the what hell am I doing? Are you doing? Ambien has nothing on those. Brownies at 4.45 in the morning. It's like a breakfast food. It kind of. Yes. Remember, somewhere it's breakfast food. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny that, like, breakfast is the meal where you can kind of eat a dessert and it's like your meal. That's been my issue, and yeah. not to go off on a tangent here, I adore pancakes, but yeah. I haven't had them in forever yeah. because the notion of eating cake for breakfast seems kind of weird. Yeah. That's my time for brownie bites. Well, but I, like, yeah. I hate to bring up the old, you know, Bill Cosby bit, but the yeah. chocolate cake for breakfast was the whole, his logical, was that, yeah. That's right. Thank you, Presley. I know you're a big fan. <laughs> you and I probably have similar dating habits. <laughs> I mean, that you spoke so highly of me means a lot. I don't date anymore. I'm you married. must approve of everything I've ever done. <laughs> I used to live right around the corner from Preston. That's right. Yeah. I was in a prison. Yep. Yep. Phoenix SI, right around the corner from my house. All right, uh, one last story. Page six reports there a lot of there's a lot of interest in uh, turning Britney Spears' memoir, "The Woman and Me," into a film or TV show. Dude, I would, uh, listen, I would watch that. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, what I was, um, I loved when um, was it Lifetime that was releasing uh, "Behind the Bell," "Say by the Bell," all those shows. Yes. They're horribly produced, poorly acted, yep. and I love them all. Uh, according to the outlet, uh, both Reese Witherspoon and Brad Pitt are in the running for it, and Margot Robbie is expressed interest in the rights to it. Uh, Shonda Rhimes, uh, who wrote the 2002 film Crossroads with Britney Spears, is less interested in the project. Uh, according to the company, a spokesman said Shonda Land is not produ- uh, pursuing this particular project. Is she actually going to make an amusement park? Uh, would you visit Shonda Land? I mean, at, maybe at some point. The Grey's Anatomy ride? Yeah. yeah. we got to go 
to Dollywood first. Oh, we haven't done that. So let's make that uh, our mission for 2024 to go to Dollywood uh, and broadcast, broadcast Dollywood. Live from Dollywood. All right. Well, she's got a rock album out, so there sure. yeah, we makes go. Sense right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can do it. All right. Uh, we are ready for the clips now, Casey. No we're... movies this weekend, huh? Yeah, the uh, movies. I sent them. Oh, I haven't been checking my emails. I sent it. I sent it them. Uh, well, we can play this intro while you look it up. Okay. Very good. All right, uh, Trolls Band Together, animated adventure starring Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, and Camila Cabello. Uh, after two films of true friendship and relentless flirting, Poppy and Branch are now officially, finally, a couple. As they grow closer, Poppy discovers that Branch has a secret past. He was once part of her favorite boy band, Phenomenon Brozone, <laughs> with his four brothers. Brozone disbanded when Branch was still a baby, as did the family, and Branch hasn't seen his brother sense, but when Branch's bro Floyd is kidnapped for his musical talents by a pair of nefarious pop star villains, Branch and Poppy must embark on a harrowing and emotional journey to rescue them. It's an hour and 32 minutes long. It's rated PG for smoking and graphic acts of demeaning sex. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a wide theater release and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 62%. Uh, also opening is The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's an action sci-fi. Stars Tom Blythe, Rachel Zegler, Peter Dinklage, and Jason Schwartzman. 64 years before Katniss Everdeen volunteered as a tribute, and decades before Cornelia Snow became the tyrannical president of Penham, The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, follows a young Cornelius who is the last hope for his failing lineage, the once-proud Snow family that has fallen from grace in a post-war capital. With his livelihood threatened, Snow is reluctantly assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Bay. <laughs> A tribute from the impoverished District 12. But after Lucy Gray's charm captivates the audience of Panem, Snow sees an opportunity to shift their fates. Two hours, 37 minutes long, rated PG-13. Wide release in theaters, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 63% score, by the way. Quick question on this yes. one, uh, by the way. So with the Hunger Games and with anything like this. So this is Snow. You know he's going to be the ultimate villain. Yeah. Right? And so like with Anakin Skywalker and, and, and that whole thing, when you know they're ineluctably going to become yeah. a reprehensible character, does that kill your... No, no because the curiosity of why these games yeah. started in right, the first right, place, right, yeah. I think, drives it. And maybe, in some twisted way, it was actually a good idea when it right, began. Right, no, right, I, yeah. I don't see how, but maybe they have a way to... to Turn that into the script. I uh, yeah, know. Steve, I like villain origin stories, like why they made the wrong choices. Sure, and, you know, it, did, did, you know, it's like Breaking Bad, Casey. Like yeah. Walter White didn't start off as a as the villain, but you, he broke bad throughout the entire series, and then he became that. I think in this case, go, you know, yeah, I, I do like that as well. I think if that is part of one story, but this, is, he, I mean, he is the focus. Yeah. he's the main yeah. focus. But then also, like, if ultimately you know over the next seventy five years is just going to be horrible uh, mayhem for all those districts, how does 
does this one have any sort of happy ending? Yeah. Maybe I, there's like a big uh, dance. Like, yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. maybe they both get into a car and fly into the sky. <laughs> All right, also opening this weekend is Thanksgiving. Horror mystery thriller starring Patrick Dempsey, Neil Verlack, and Addison Ray. After a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving-inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the holiday. Picking off residents one by one, what begins as random revenge killings are soon revealed to be part of a larger, sinister holiday plan. Will the town uncover the killer and survive the holidays or become guests at his twisted holiday dinner table? Hour and 47 minutes long. Rated R. Wide theater release. It's got an 88% score. So this has been a dream project for Eli Roth, the horror director, for years. Okay. And so it's it's meant to be tongue-in-cheek. And then the final movie opening is Next Goal Wins. It's a sports comedy. Michael Fassbender and Oscar Knightley and Kemana Kayak. Kayak. Not familiar with that actor. Uh, next Goal Wins follows the American Samoa soccer team, infamous for their brutal 31-0 FIFA loss in 2001. Uh, with the World Cup qualifiers approaching, uh, the team hires down on his luck Maverick coach Thomas Ronjin and hoping he will turn the world soccer team around in his heartfelt underdog comedy. Uh, running time an hour and 44 minutes long. Rated PG-13. Wide theater release and Rotten Tomato score at 45%. Yeah. All right, we'll do the clips now. Uh, the action series Loki is about Loki himself traveling through dying timelines in an attempt to find his friends. And here, costume designer Christine Wada talks about her work on both seasons of the show. Go ahead, Jason. In the re- in the, some of the original research for the first season of Loki, I looked at a lot of NASA photographs and just what people were wearing when it was like the moon launch and control command center and the different variations, even though there's obviously a dress code and just how people personalize things. I don't <laughs> give a f- Loki season two is available to stream on Disney Plus. And here's our next clip. The D'Amelio Show follows the D'Amelio family uh, as they cope with social media stardom. And in this clip, Mark D'Amelio talks about the hardest part of having his regular life filmed. Here we go. Probably the rehashing of the negative stuff that's already, you know, I mean, family squabbles and things are are a little piece. And if you look look at our whole family uh, as a piece of of pie, like 90% of it are positive. And and then you rehash these little parts where you actually have to think back and go, wait, what? Oh, did I say that? Shut up, dummy. Who are these people? They are. So she, the the one uh, D'Amelio sister, became a huge TikTok sensation early on. Okay. So they were all sucked into this vortex of I don't give a rat's ass. Okay, got it. Uh, the D'Amelio show is now in its third season, which can be streamed on Hulu. <laughs> Three seasons of entertainment. Yep. Alrighty. All right, that's it. That's all I got for yeah! you. Chamber Report for this morning. Please, you're too kind. That's my bunny. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Uh, you know what? I want to point out something real quick. Uh, our friends at Drop Dead Sexy, our house band, they're going to be uh, playing throughout the course of the morning. And one of their members is leaving. This will be his last Camp no. Out for Hunger gig. Oh, no. Scott on guitar right here. This is his last uh, time. Uh, he's been... 
He's been with his band for like 25 years, and uh, he's moving on, and they wrote a little note here for you, Scott. It says, you're going to be an awesome guitar teacher at the Cherry Hill School of Rock. We wish you nothing but happiness as you close out this chapter of your life and says, we love you, buddy. Ah. Your band members love you, buddy. Yeah, going on to teach. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, and you need to come and see these guys. They are by far the best band to have on a Friday. They are so much fun. Well, they put on little vignettes. Little shows. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break. And you guys here in the tent will get to see a little show from our friends. Drop that sexy. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Last day camp out for Hunter on MMR. Come and see us. What's happening when at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger? See a calendar full of guests, stunts, events, and live music. Plus, photos, videos, and helpful answers at WMMR.com slash campout. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Steve show camp out for hunger and its final day the band is called Drop Dead Sexy <laughs> our house band in the set this morning all morning long putting on that production come and be a part see what we're talking about this is the last couple of hours that you have to get here and enjoy it and and while we have great weather why not because you never know what next year might be oh yes we'll need you next year but come on down today it's fantastic we'd love to have you here by the way this particular hour is sponsored by Light Action Productions, the company responsible for so much of the staging, lighting, and more here at Camp Out. They're a leading full-service production company specializing in theatrical lighting, staging, audio, video, outdoor roofing systems, and design. They do pretty much everything. So we thank them for their sponsorship. We're going to take a look at traffic before we move along. Kathy, what's going on so far? We would like to thank a few people. Keen Compressed Gas, Acme Markets, Coors Light and Origlio Beverage, White Horse RV Center, Campbell's Chunky Soup Comcast and the Philadelphia Flyers and Bimbo Bakeries. 95 southbound jams from Woodhaven to Academy. There's an accident off to the left shoulder. Also southbound uh, jammed from Academy to Cotman. Uh, so we have two separate accidents in here. One at Academy, one at Cotman. Uh, both one in the left lane and then one off to the left shoulder. Schuylkill eastbound slowing 202 into Belmont. Uh, that's on heavy Montgomery to University, westbound side University to South City to Belmont and then again at the Conchahawken Curve. 422 eastbound, slowing up Royersford to Collegeville. 55 northbound, jams from Deptford to the 42 freeway, and then over the Betsy Ross Bridge westbound at 95 we have construction work. This traffic report brought to you by TeethKeepers.com. Dominion National offers dental and vision plans for everyone, starting at under $8 a month at TeethKeepersSave.com. Go to TeethKeepersSave.com and enroll today. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> I, uh, I teared up on that one. Me too. She really put a lot of emotion in that. You guys can't hear it, but she just sends, like, uh, you know, Carol Burnett used to tug on her ear. She sends subtle messages yeah. to us of love during her traffic. Hey, before we bring out our next guest, I realize we should swap out our uh, privileged uh, section. Yes. Listeners. And I also realized something, that if once you move out of the privileged section, you might not have anywhere uh, else see, to sit. Yeah. So how about when, uh, when new people move in, the people who move out get to take 
the people who move in seats. Yeah, I think that makes that sense. That seems fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. As we fill in, that should be uh, the, the rule. We're going to kick you ladies out of there, and Nick gets to pick the next two people that get in their special seats this morning. There are some fantastic signs out there, Preston, including ball sex are yummy. <laughs> yeah. And stop uh, thinking about clams. But somebody has a sign that says it's their birthday. So let's celebrate your birthday by bringing you up. Yep, it's your 30th. Yeah. Hey, bitches. So stand up, come up to the front of the tent. Yep. The person holding up the sign saying it's my birthday, stand up and come up to the front. Of the- yes, I'm picking you. No, not not the pregnant lady. No, Wait, that person. Hey, bitches, it's my birthday. Oh my I don't think God. it's. Are you sure it says it's my birthday? Yeah. yeah. It's her second. birthday and she's pregnant. There's yeah. Birthday signs right next to each other. Yes, you. Come hey, on. Yes. Bitches, it's my birthday. Oh. 35th birthday. We'll get the pregnant lady next, okay? Oh, yeah. and they have a cute baby. We won't. Well, no, baby. it's Casey gets to choose. Yeah, yes. and we're not going to go. We're not. I like, Somebody the, hates- I like the pillow king with the uh, with the Delco shirt. I think our greatest achievement today is that we were able to disappoint a pregnant woman. I, <laughs> I think that was... <laughs> I mean, what doesn't say love and holiday cheer? All right. What is your name, by the way, birthday girl? No, it's his birthday. Oh, it's the baby's oh. birthday. And he wrote that sign? How old is he? He's his third birthday. Aww. All right. What is, what's all three of your names, please? My name's Tina. All right. I'm Blaine. Blaine, nice to meet you. And who's the baby? This is Keegan. Keegan. I like that name. Great name. And he's got a Spider-Man outfit. And uh, it looks like you guys brought some stuff. What is that, Marissa? We have a, uh, a T-shirt. It says, I can't read it. Oh, keeping it in nudes. <laughs> I love that. That's excellent. Thank you so much. I've been wanting that. Where are you guys from, by the way? Burlington, New Jersey. Burlington, New Jersey. All right, well, have a seat right over there. We're going to move these ladies out, and you guys get to move in, so enjoy it. A lovely little family here at Camp Out for Hunger. So thank you guys. By the way, the privilege section is brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel, voted best casino in Pennsylvania, so they get to hang out in that spot. Yes, Marissa. Preston, a small business just crafting around. Her tagline is a mama and a small business, and that's who made these T-shirts. Oh, thank you. So thank you, guys, just crafting around. Wonderful. All right. We now would like to welcome our next guest to the show. Uh, he's stopped by many times on occasion at the, uh, the studio, and I believe has been at the Camp Out for Hunger before. It might very well have been, yeah. And, and to me, he, he uh, he's he's an he's an unofficial official kickoff to the holiday. That is yeah. correct. The Kennel Club of Philadelphia's National Dog Show is this weekend, and he is your host, ladies and gentlemen, John O'Hurley. Yeah. Is here in our. Such a dapper man. Very dapper. Nice to see you this morning, Thank John. you. Nice to be here. I tell you, you know, you know, I thought I was successful with 22 years with the National Dog Show. You've been doing this for 26 years? 26 Correct. years. Extraordinary. Yeah, it, was, it sort of dovetails together because all these events are happening at the same time. I, in my house, my wife and I love the, the, the show. We love watching the dogs. It's, it's um, you got to just sort of just sit there and, and drink it all in any pet. Even if you're not a pet lover, you'll have a good time. It, uh, whether you're four or 94, there's yeah, nothing yeah. for you to watch there on the National Dog Show. Yeah, we have a great time. This year, actually, we're going to have a very special event. Purina is doing the Thanksgiving's Top Dog. You're going to have an opportunity to vote for the top dog in America. And it will include not only the purebred dogs, but also just your everyday dog that sits on the couch. Yeah, you've never people had the have, People have already uh, uh, put in their uh, dog pictures and videos, and you'll have a chance for five hours on uh, Thanksgiving Day to all across the country vote for Thanksgiving's top dog. I love that. You know, your voice is so uh, recognizable. I assume wherever you 
you go, even as you start to speak, heads turn. And uh, I mean, the Seinfeld audience alone is, is you know, absolutely enormous. But uh, but w- w- what kind of fan approaches you and how do they approach you? Well, usually it's at an airport. At an airport. <laughs> and, and I'll get two things to, that, that will initiate the conversation. Someone will scream, Peterman! <laughs> or someone will walk up very closely to me and say, Elaine? <laughs> you know, kind of one or the other. And then you get Sp- SpongeBob, too. You, get, you know, oh, SpongeBob, yeah. yeah. SpongeBob, that was quite a burger. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were Zeus, I believe. Or uh, King, King Neptune. King, King Neptune. 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 Did, you, did you see, we just saw, I showed it to Preston, uh, the, all the voice actors acting out the SpongeBob scene. Did you see this? It's a live action scene, and, and everyone who voices all the characters are in it. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Obviously, I was sleeping, <laughs> obviously I was sleeping late there. <laughs> John was not contacted. John, when you when you want to remain somewhat incognito, do you have a way of of disguising your voice a little bit? Do you tone it down a little bit? No, it's kind of okay. <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you, I, I will tell you in in truth, it's God's great practical joke because <laughs> my voice was the last one to change in high school. Really? Absolutely. All these kids had these big deep voices when they were fourteen years old, <laughs> right. and I wish I would turn like that. <laughs> Well, and, then, it, and finally, I was about 16, and it finally finally dropped. But back then, and this is uh, um, something you'll understand. Back then, the DJs were everything. This oh, was yeah. back in the, in the late 60s. And DJs ruled music. They ruled everything. That was, what, that was our form of entertainment was our AM radios. Mm-hmm. And so the DJs were kings. Yeah. And, so they all, and they all had these voices that sounded like this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Act today, and you can have every album ever recorded <laughs> sitting on your front lawn by tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> You're right. The legends I had, and I mean, all of them had. But you that. remember them? Oh my Bruce God! Yeah. And, uh, uh, Scott Muni in New York. Um, you know, we had these these very very deep resonant voices, and and, uh, and they were musical voices. Yeah. And so I think for me, as I grew up in that period of time, I realized that the voice is an instrument. Mm. Did and, you ever take? I mean, were you naturally gifted with uh, with uh, elocution, or did you have to work? Well, no, at I, it? I, I studied opera. Oh, so oh I, there you go. When you study opera, you study right. the voice, and yeah. so I can kind of do what I need to do with. You know, uh, I can change it. it. I mean, I mean, using a voice is just sustaining tone. If right. You sustain it longer. It's music. If you. <laughs> Short and clippy like this, you're speaking. <laughs> if, uh, at what point in your life did you start studying opera? Well, I was uh, an opera a minor in college. Okay. And then I was a theater major. So, And I was, by the way, the only theater major graduating my senior year. So, consequently, <laughs> I won the theater award. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to nail it. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the class. That's right. In fact, Patrician is, is a kind thing. <laughs> how, did, how, did the, uh, how did the dog show enter your life? How were you... Uh, being approached by that, were you already a fan? The most, the most obscure thing you could ever have happened. Uh, John Miller, the head of sports programming at NBC Sports, took home uh, the movie Best in Show ah. over the weekend back in 2002. He watched it twice over the weekend and laughed harder each time he watched it. And he said, I know what we're going to do with that two-hour slice after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and right before football. On Thanksgiving Day, we're going to do a dog show. And they about laughed him out of the office on Monday morning. By Monday afternoon, 
He contacted the Kennel Club of Philadelphia, licensed the show. Purina came on as the presenting sponsor. Tuesday morning calls me in uh, in Los Angeles. I answer the phone and I said hello, and he said woof woof. <laughs> that's how that's how it started. That's how it started. So, but let me tell you, I had no idea what a dog show was. I had never seen one before. So you can imagine that my learning curve was a bit steep. The first year they brought the dog, the old English sheepdog up to the judge, this elegantly gowned woman, and if you don't know what an old English sheepdog is, it's 80 pounds of hair, two pounds of actual dog. (laughs) So they brought the dog up to the judge, she walks around to the back of the dog and starts putting her hands all over the back of the dog. I turned to David Fry, my co-host, and I said, David, can you explain what she's doing? He says, John, she's putting her hands on the dog. (laughs) To make sure that... To make sure that the shoulders and the hips align with the written specification of what the perfect old English sheepdog should be, he said, because you can hide a really bad dog with a really good haircut. Yeah. And I said, and I said, you're telling me I went to junior prom. <laughs> so it, it gets worse. She walks around to the front of the dog and starts picking through all of the hair on the dog's head. I said, David, what is she doing now? He says, John, she's trying to find the eyes <laughs> to to gauge the attentiveness right, right. of the dog. And I said, really? I said, well, if she picks through all of that hair and she finds only one eye, she's got the wrong end of the dog. <laughs> so basically, you... Things I have no business doing. <laughs> so they, they, it's hilarious because it would not exist without that movie, without it, which takes place in Philadelphia. Yep. And uh, and so, but it is, it is fun. There is that, that sort of sense of humor that runs through it. But anybody, I mean, you've been a dog lover all your life. Oh, right? I have. Yeah. Yes, I I've always had dogs, so they, it, it, every part of my life has always been, I could always look to the left or look to the right, and there was our dog. Yeah. And, and the first was a uh, dachshund? Ever? Little dachshund. Good yeah. memory, yes. We had little Taffy. Taffy would follow me around when I got home from first or first grade, and we would go down to the swamp at the end of the uh, street, the little cul-de-sac that I lived on in Natick, Massachusetts. And uh, we would circumvent the, we would, together we would <laughs> circumvent the, circumnavigate that swamp and look for anything that was alive, Snails, newts. Right, yeah. Anything. Let me ask you. So, we, Preston just watched Marley and Me. Uh, mm. There are a plethora of, of uh, dog, anyone who loves animals, they, that you can say you won't end up crying, but you will. Mm-hmm. They will always target you. Is there one dog movie in particular that can level you, or are you immune? Uh... I'm kind of immune. I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't, yeah, because you know it's coming. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's you know, true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like watching. It's like watching a Hallmark movie and know that somewhere there is the romantic misunderstanding. <laughs> yes, right. You right. just know it's coming. Right, you're being right. manipulated. A lot, of, a lot of people don't realize, by the way, that the dog show is is I, it consistently is either the highest rated. It's or the, the high. It's the number one event outside of the Super Bowl all year long. We do between twenty and thirty million people watch it on every Thanksgiving Whoa. day. It's, 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 well, it's, think it's, of it. The numbers are extraordinary. The As show. you said, it's right. It's between the parade and football. Yep. It's in that, that zone. And then, obviously... And if you don't... And it's it's a, the most magical piece of programming ever done because if you imagine that all of America is gathered together in their living rooms and you hate your in-laws... <laughs> yes. And all you have to do then is look at the TV set for two hours and you are fine. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to talk to 
Uncle Bob. Yeah. I'm watching this. Yeah. No, sorry, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't bother the schnauzer me. is on. Leave me alone. <laughs> but here, you know, but it, in, in truth, during the show, we get, I, I love going to social media during the show because people will send videos of the just the most outstanding bits with their dogs watching the show. The dog will sit on the sofa and glued to the screen, (laughs) not understanding why there are dogs in the house, and I don't get to sniff them. So one dog jumps off the sofa, runs over to the big screen TV, and looks straight at it, sniffing as much as it can, and then walks around to the back of the television set looking, because that's where the dog is. (laughs) Well, that's sort of smart, you know, in in a way, for for a, a dog watcher. I love those videos because everyone now has a, a, a decent sized screen oh, yeah. and with the surround sound system it wreaks havoc on a dog's senses so, yeah that is, that's awesome we, we need a sense around, we need a smell a smell a around, smell around. Yeah. To... well John Waters had years ago that was a polyester smell vision and John I know in the past there's been some events where um, you can you can come down and, and actually meet the dogs uh, if you're this is the, the last bench show in America okay. a bench show means that the dogs, the owners, the hand, everybody has to remain on site there, uh, up and down the aisles uh, in in certain areas of the arena. Uh, You'll have all 2,000 dogs, um, 200-plus breeds that are there. I mean, everybody thinks they know five or six different breeds, but there's 200 different breeds registered by the AKC right now. It's amazing. And And they're all there. At Oaks? It's at Oaks, the uh, the, uh, Greater Philly Expo Center out there in Oaks, and it's uh, it's a wonderful interactive day. If you want to bring, you want to do something great with your children, take them to the dog show. It is one of the most magical days you'll ever spend. There's thousands of people there, thousands of dogs, and everybody's happy. Yeah, no, the dogs absolutely. don't fight. They don't. We've had we only had one incident to my memory in the 22 years, and that was with the Great Dane in the Best in Show class. So the top seven dogs are now running around the ring, the beautiful blue carpeting there, and the Great Dane happens to walk past the NBC booth, (laughs) stops in its tracks, (laughs) crouches down, and leaves what I can only refer to as a large editorial comment <laughs> on the rug. <laughs> oh, no. So it, it stops the show immediately, yeah, sure. as you can yeah. well imagine, while the hazmat team comes out <laughs> with these elephant shovels. Right. <laughs> I've had a Dane when I was, it was the first oh. dog I ever had. It, it, is, it, is a, uh, it is a work of art which they're able to produce. <laughs> so, so was he out? Is that it? Like he, he lost then after that? Well, it certainly does sway the judge in a way, you know? <laughs> I mean, you look, you it's not a benefit. A be- that's right. Well, you pooped on the carpet. Well, <laughs> doesn't work for Miss Universe, so what's you, you know they don't. And and to this date, no Miss Universe has ever pooped on the stage. I, I want to say that. Have you noticed that? It's true. So it is. You, lo- yeah. you learn quickly. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, I wanted to ask you, John. You said something. I think it was last time you were here that just absolutely cracks me up. You brought your wife along with you, and uh, when you you knew you guys were going to the King of Prussia area, and you were thankful that they had a neat. Neiman Marcus. Oh, of course. That is the mothership. That's the mothership. (laughs) The mothership. Neiman Marcus is your wife's mothership. That is, my wife can walk off an airplane and do this. (laughs) Yes, they have a Neiman Marcus here. 
So she, she has dog-like abilities. Yeah. Uh, so do, does, is, is she basically, um, she, she goes away and disappears for a while? Well, and she then, just knows and that you, that you is, meet her at the airport yeah, again? That's where, that's where God is going to be. So, in fact, we, we just, this is a funny story, and it's true. Okay. We just came back from, from Europe um, on a vacation, and so, and we were on a cruise. So everywhere we stopped on the cruise line, my wife would put in her phone she would on the GPS right. Zara Zara. You know what Zara is? It's yeah. a discount store. Right. All women know what Zara is. It's high fashion discount prices. So she would type in Zara because she knew that was going to be the best place in town. Wow. So everything was about Zara. And sh- and you know, she was right. Everywhere we went, that was the best place in town. The restaurants were all around it, everything. Uh, a, okay. Use Zara as your, as your, if you're traveling in Europe, use Zara as your GPS factor. Well, your, your sartorial game is, is good. I, I, I you, you might. You must hit at least a few stores. You maintain a, a good uh, 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 fashion most, appearance. Well, you know, most of my stuff is free. Is it? Well, because I've done so many. Sh- I did. Uh, I hosted for five years. Family Feud. Don't, yeah. Don't you think they gave me a lot of clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought there was sort no, of like a, a lens. And then, and, and it started off the, that bad habit of mine of not having to buy anything started off on daytime television when yeah. I was on Mr. Soap Opera there in the eighties. Like they gave you all your clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And they had fabulous clothes. I had no idea they would let you keep your wardrobe. Yeah, I always thought oh, it was in the land. Oh, no, no, no. you got to keep your wardrobe. Nice. Because it was, most of it was tailored to you. That's so true. It was worthless yeah, to anybody bespoke. else. Bespoke. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Well, listen, John, we appreciate your time coming by here. I want to remind Great you. to be here. And for oh. such a wonderful cause. Congratulations to all of you that are sitting here today watching this. This is really wonderful. And a reminder, you can get tickets to the National Dog Show at uh, phillyexpocenter.com. You can actually go and see this event taking place Saturday and Sunday. And then, of course, you can watch it as well, Thanksgiving Day, noon on NBC. It, it's great. You're going to yeah. have a wonderful time. We'll Absolutely. have a wonderful time. Yeah. Yep. 30 million people, my best wow. friends, we're all, right. on the, all on the sofa together. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's here for John O'Hurley. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. John's going to walk off stage. We are going to have another guest who's going to join us in uh, just a moment, and a very important guest. Uh, We could not do this event without her because she just so happens to be the head honcho at Phil Abundance. And we have CEO Lori Jones joining us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. And joining Lori will be the chief development officer of Phil Abundance. This is Christine Del Monte. Yes. Hi, Christine. She's the one who makes it all happen for us this week. Oh, really? Yeah, Christine, Christine has been on premises quite a lot, making sure everything's running well, and we appreciate all the effort. So, Thank yeah. You. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, well, nice to see you guys this morning. Uh, Lori, we wanted to get you on uh, one of our rides yesterday, but you uh, you couldn't make it in, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna slot that for next year, okay? Absolutely, for next year. You're yeah. game for pretty much anything. I am I game hear. for pretty much anything. My husband was a little bit under the weather this week, oh. so I just skipped yesterday. Sorry to hear that. All right, well, listen, it's been, uh, it's been a bad week. We've had great weather. Great We've weather. had a wonderful turnout. We never really know what the totals are until everything gets totaled, and we'll find that out next week, but it feels pretty good this year. It feels great, and we've had the best audience ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think just the group out here today, the energy has been incredible. 
People have brought down so much food, so many funds, bought T-shirts. It's been wonderful. Yeah, Lori, we, we, the, the notion is, at least again, President's right, we don't really, we don't want to know. We just let it happen. But I've been seeing, you know, obviously we have stuff coming in on the, on the corporate side, which is absolutely essential. We love it. And then the, the individual donations, uh, everything works in concert to make this work. But seeing actual food donations return again has been amazing and wonderful. It's been great. You know, we've seen lines of cars and it's not too late for people to come down. Um, folks have been donating. We've seen kids come out and donate. It's been incredible. And there's an Acme market right here. So That's right. Yeah, yeah, right. Stop by the Acme right the market. Lot here. The I realized this year that it's, you know, this is my third camp out. So exciting to be here all the time. And um, that at the end of the event every year, I feel something like humbled <laughs> and, you know, humbled by what you've done for 26 years, what you keep doing, humbled by what uh, Eric and Marissa and Rodney put together out of a parking lot. Yeah. Um, humbled by all of the people driving through the drive-through and dropping off food donations. We've met families um, that you know save and and bring in cans. And we've met. I talked to the Wilsons yesterday from uh, Wilsons Secret Sauce. Oh yes, yes. Um, humbled, humbled by what they do. Yeah. By the way, I'd, I'd like to announce it that Steve quietly made a donation. Steve Wilson from Wilson Secret Sauce made a donation of four thousand dollars. Oh yeah. And in addition to the food. That's on top of feeding our volunteers and, and donors. I mean, they just, uh, it's its so generous. Delicious barbecue yeah. and our volunteers and the pink shirts. And yes. I don't know if you've met Michelle out front, but she set the tone for a great week. She's so excited and exciting and everybody's been engaged with everyone. So. Excellent. So, Lori, you started off the, you know, and being straight up. It's, it's really tough. It's really uh, tough out there. Uh, and during this week, we've seen people really step up. So, but if, um, you know, obviously when the camp out wraps up if people want to uh, still participate and be active in donating food or sorting or everything they go to your website is that the best way to do it that's right visit philabundance.org you can see how to donate food funds or come down and volunteer we're going to need lots and lots of people to help us sort this incredible food okay all right and then marissa said you guys had like a little surprise announcement or something we like do i'm not sure if you remember but one year ago today um we unveiled um our new mascot um, Phil a beat. Phil a beat. And okay. Phil a beat. They are celebrating their first birthday. Ah, it's their mascot. He's a little beat. They're, they're making their way up. We do uh, have party hats for you all. Oh, that's awesome. Here we go. What's up, Beat? How you doing, Phil Beat? All right. And, oh, and there's a cake. Oh, oh. Happy birthday to Phil I want you to shove pieces of cake through Phil Beat's mouth. <laughs> Right there. All right. Oh, Happy there's... birthday, Phil. Oh, it's that's been a excellent. great first year with you. Excellent. All right, so we'll uh, we'll serve some of that cake up, I guess. And we get cake, too. Oh, unbelievable. Cake's for everyone. Little wins, Preston. Little wins. Absolutely. Wonderful. Right. All right, well. Uh, yeah, that, that represents that. What, what we're all doing today is beating hunger. So thank you for helping beating. us beat hey, hunger. Can yeah. we see Phil and B try to get into a porta pot <laughs> That would be fun. That would be great. All right. Uh, Lori and Christine, thank you guys. We have a last-minute guest we're going to bring on now. So we appreciate Thank you. Let's give some love yes. to these guys. Oh, we love you. Thank you. Lori and Christine of Phil Abundance. All right. Yeah, we weren't sure if this was going to come together or not, but we've had a last-minute guest, and we are stoked because he happens to play for your Philadelphia Eagles. Whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, Philadelphia born and raised, DeAndre. Swift is here! 
There you go. DeAndre, good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. <laughs> Thanks for being here this morning. Thank you all for having me. It, it appears you have some fans. Uh, <laughs> How y'all doing? Yeah. I mean, I got, I got to tell you, um, when they announced that you had been traded to... Well, first of all, when the Detroit Lions selected Jameer Gibbs in the very first round of the draft this year, I was like... Oh, DeAndre Swift, is, he, he might come back. He might come to Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I thought that when I saw it. And then when, when they announced it, I think I speak for everybody when I say, we were stoked. <laughs> I thought, I'm like, blue's not your color. Green <laughs> is your color, and you look great. And I love the number zero as well. So welcome back to yes, Philadelphia. Sir, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How special is it to play for your hometown team, you know? It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. That doesn't happen too often. No. Um, so it's just been a dream come true. Yeah. I yeah. got to ask you off the bat, DeAndre, uh, that, that um, you there was this viral video going around. Of, was it your first Phillies game that you had ever attended? Oh, yeah. My first my first baseball game. Yeah. yeah. And, wow. And you guys sat in the front row. It was a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, who was with you? Which other player? Terrell Edmonds. And was it Terrell's first Phillies game as it well? It was uh, both our first baseball game. You got to baseball. see a Schwarbaum. You got to see Kyle hit a home yeah. run. Well, you know, and, and uh, coming back to your hometown, watching the Phillies in the playoffs, uh, as a professional athlete in this town, um, could you just feel the vibes of what it's like to be in South Philly when, yeah. when a team's that that good? The atmosphere was crazy. The fans were crazy. You don't really get to see that. I'm always on the field, so to be <laughs> in the stands as a fan, uh-huh. it was great. But you guys were like learning the game as you're watching. Yeah, like I'm it. asking questions. People <laughs> behind me, I didn't know what was going on. But now I'm, I'm learning a little bit more. You know, we've heard a number of, of uh, athletes over the uh, the past uh, two years talk about. You know, we have uh, a great roster of teams, but they talk about the singularly wonderful experience dealing with fans in Philadelphia, and that, yes, you're going to have to, you know, there's pros and cons, but that um, that outside of this area, it used to be, oh, the, the worst fans in the world, blah, 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 but the truth of the matter is, is that they're all saying that they they feel bad for people who don't, who can't experience what it's like to have this city behind you, and when you first started to feel that, do you do you remember, was there a particular moment when you said, oh, man, this is incredible? I mean, initially when I got drafted here, but definitely the first home game against the Vikings, that's yeah. where I kind of felt. Like, the fans, yeah. everything, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, I feel it every week. Excellent. Yeah, when you, um, I, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, well, you're he's welcome. he's excited yeah. that he's here. <laughs> because he cited you as an inspiration. Uh. <laughs> no, listen, that Vikings game, I, that was a true homecoming for you. You, you. you come through the tunnel, right? And, like, that's that's a huge, huge deal. Um, but then you also go off for how many yards? Uh, 175. Just 175 yards? <laughs> <laughs> The, the most rushing uh, yards of your professional career. I mean, like, I mean, that is storybook stuff right there. And that had to have been just an amazing feeling for you. It was great. Great way to start off the, uh, the season, especially coming home for his game. Um, Got to get back to them type of games. Yeah. And, and what, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, the offensive line did you some huge favor. There were, there were some holes for you, you know? 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a face. <laughs> Not that you didn't have to work for it, but they did opened up some holes Most for you. Most definitely. It made yeah. my job easy. DeAndre, 
what point uh, did the Kelsey Swift jokes start to annoy you? <laughs> I don't really pay too much attention to it because uh, his brother is the one that gets all the crazy because he's dating her. But um, every time I go with Kelsey, we walk out together. I see a picture after the game or something. Yeah, yeah talking about it on Twitter or something. It's, Listen, it's cool. If you could start dating Miley Cyrus, that would be awesome. <laughs> No. <laughs> so you're you're from Mount Airy, right? Yes, sir. Did you um did you know that Steve? Steve I am a Mount Airy guy as well. Yes, I love it. Yeah, it's it's a great area. So, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, this whole thing of being home and, and again being in in front of uh, you know uh, fans and, and locals and all of this this atmosphere has got to be the, the best possible situation. But when you're here and you're working, um, are you still getting calls? from family and friends that are, you know, can you get me into the game? Can you, you know, I mean, I assume that there's a lot of annoyances as well to that when you have a lot of buddies who live in the area. Most definitely, but I kind of nipped that in the bud early. Oh, did you? Yeah. You yeah. did? You got to, because it could be a distraction if you allow it to. So yeah. I'm just locked in, focused on, like you said, the business aspect. Yeah. So I can't really focus too much on that part. Hey, DeAndre, your dad owns a, uh, a boxing gym? Yeah. Oh. Did, did you grow up with that, with boxing in your life? I used to box, me and my mom used to box, yeah. When I was Each younger. other? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I went with her. Yeah. Eat, eat your damn potatoes. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> um, at what age did you start uh, training? Oh, I was about eight. Was no about, kidding. No, I was about eight. And did you make a run at it? And, and no, try? I got hit my stomach and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you realized oh, that right. was the downside of boxing. I trained for about a year. Right. Um, I loved training. Then I uh, actually got in there and put the head gear on. Got hit in my stomach like second round. I said, oh, done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good move. It worked out. It worked yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Instead, now you're a running back who gets hit hard from time to time. Yeah. And by the way, the, the fine that they gave you. Uh, did you guys see this by any chance? He runs a guy over, and then they, they find him because he hit the guy too hard. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. Yeah, but, but yeah I thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, a couple of games ago, he's, you know, coming one-on-one with, uh, it was either a safety or a linebacker, somebody who should be able to take the hit. And you just ran the guy over. You know, I'm so sorry that you ran the guy over, but you were just doing what you needed to do. And, uh, you know, it was a nice physical run for you. And I want to ask about that because, uh, uh, Deuce Staley was your running backs coach in, in uh, yeah, I know, in, uh, in Detroit. And Deuce was a fan favorite here. And he really tried to hammer home, like, that physical running yeah. mentality. And, and how was he for you coming into the league? That's my guy. We yeah. have a great relationship, even to this day. Um, me and Deuce talk a lot. So he's been a, a great help um, in my career. I learned a lot from him. Um, that's my guy. I say like that. Yeah. Going back to the to the fine thing, when when something like that happens, is it worth getting angry Steve, over yeah. or protesting? Yeah, 100%. Or hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to take money. <laughs> trying to take the man's money. <laughs> so did you did you put up a fight over it? Yeah, or? I'm still in the process of appealing now. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, if fair. you need character witnesses, right here, we got you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, I didn't even realize you could appeal that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, I think you got your representation right here. <laughs> Here, yeah. I mean, if you need me, I, I did take one pre law <laughs> I'll tell you what. And I got a C. Yeah. So, uh, we we were so we were down with the uh, the Sixers on the on the court the other day, and athletes in general, the football players, they've never been bigger, more physically imposing, and stronger. Um, you know, uh, they're just moving mountains. <laughs> How 
do you get up the courage? I mean, to get on that field with, I mean, it, obviously it's your profession, but to the lay person, it seems like suicide every time you go out on that field. Because, again, it, you have no idea until you're in proximity to the athletes when you first see physically, one on one, how enormous they are. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's always guys bigger and faster, but yeah. um, it's, it's a mentality you gotta have. You gotta have love for the game. Um, I look at it like it ain't really too much about them on the other side. It's about me and how I play my games. So right, that's right. I think about it. I guess part of it's got to be trusting that your teammates are doing their job too. Percent. You trust your preparation. If you yeah. prepare the right way, there's nothing really to worry about. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? There's actually some players out there who have had a long, long career and and have done a really good job of avoiding big hits. And I think Deshaun Jackson's one of those guys. Um, you know, he played in this league for a number of years, and I don't think I ever saw him take a big hit. Um, Keenan Allen's the same way. And we were talking about, you know, these are wide receivers. Yeah, receivers. Yeah. They, they could kind of control that a little bit. <laughs> and John Dornbach. Yeah, no, yeah, no, but, um, you know, running backs don't have that luxury as right. much. But, you know, you, you can at certain times. You know, mm-hmm. when you're talking about the, you know, the, the rigors of an entire season, you have to try and meter how many hits you're going to take. Right? Yeah, you want to try to as much yeah. as possible as you can. You want to control them when you can, but there's times where you got to... Put your shoulders down and run. Yeah. Yeah, Andre, we had uh, uh, Danny Briere here yesterday, and uh, Danny was uh, is the GM for the Flyers now and, and uh, played in the NHL for a long time. And we were chatting with him about uh, game times, and the Flyers play at 1 o'clock tomorrow. And Preston thought and, and assumed, I think, correctly that players love afternoon games because then they can go out afterwards. You guys had an 8-15 game on uh, Monday night, and then a bunch of 4 o'clock, and I think maybe one or two other night games after that. Do you have a preference when it comes to game time? Does it matter to you and, and how you prepare literally, like how you eat before the game, that kind of stuff? Uh, it depends on what time we play. I do eat different, um, yeah. but as far as what time I go on the field, it don't matter. I mean, 8 o'clock game, I just don't like waiting around all day. Yeah. Try to take a nap, but I don't want to be too sleepy. Yeah. But um, whatever time we play, I'm ready. I'm there. I, I assume prior to a game, you drink a lot of black coffee and eat a whole bunch of brand muffins, correct? <laughs> False. False. <laughs> False. <laughs> but it's, it's two long weeks, right? So you guys have had the bye, which is nice. Everybody gets to yeah. rest up and, and heal injuries or whatever. I saw Jalen Hurts yesterday saying that he feels good, like his knees healed up some. Uh, but then not only do you have the bye week, you don't even play on Sunday. you got to wait all the way up to, to, until Monday night. It's a long waiting game for you guys. It is. It, it's good for the body. It's a good reset, especially with this um, second half of the season that we're about to go on. But um, it's good. You get a full week of practice so to get back into it. Um, it it'll be good for us. Well, you guys come into the, to the season. I mean, the level of... Um of shape that you stay in. It seems to be the case now. It used to be, oh, you take a break. But you guys all seem to stay in shape and stay competitive throughout the year, and it just seems to be the smart way to play it. Yes, yeah, you have to. Um, your, your body is your job in this right. business. So you got to do things every day to uh, make sure you stay in the right shape. It's just a long season. Yeah, yeah. Seems like everybody's doing the right thing right now, which is great, man. It's a good time to be an Eagle. So <laughs> uh, we thank you for coming by here this morning. We thank appreciate the story. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yandre Swift, guys, thank you so much. Love it. And on that note, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Come and see us camp out for hunger. Drop Dead Sexy, our house band. We'll be right back on MMR. And Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. It's MMR's local shots. Artists of the month. Coming to us from South Jersey, it's Ryan Wade. I feel it's good for my soul. 
Munger, starting each morning at 6 a.m. Live with Preston and Steve, continuing with Pierre and Brent live. Followed by Camp Out After Dark. Complete schedule of events at WMMR.com slash camp. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now... Back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. The president's team Camp Out for Hunger. And drop that sexy, our house band. Come on, bring it home. They got some gigs coming up, live casino in South Philly on December 9th. That's a Saturday, PJ's Beer Garden on Hatton Avenue in Haddonfield. That's on December 30th. Uh, just check them out on Instagram, at DDSBand, or you go to DropDeadSexy.com. They're on Facebook, and they are the best. I mean, just, uh, they put on a show. Not just music. Yep, yep, you get the full deal with these guys. All right, we got stuff to do. We got people to meet and things to talk about. Let's take a look at traffic first, though, and see what's happening. Kathy? We've got stop traffic on the Vine because of an accident. Eastbound, your stop from the Schuylkill to Broad Street. The right lane is blocked. East on the Schuylkill, also also jams from the boulevard into the vine. Westbound jams Vare Avenue to South Street, the boulevard to Belmont, and then again at Conshohocken. 95 southbound Heavy Academy to the Betsy Ross Bridge. Gerard to the vine. Northbound Highland Avenue to Curland Street. Blue Route northbound Heavy from McDade Boulevard to Baltimore Pike. Uh, across the Betsy Ross Bridge, westbound at the midspan, we now have an accident. So there was that construction. Uh, now there's an accident. You're jammed on the upside of the New Jersey side of the bridge. 42 south closed right now. Uh, this is in Camden. It's closed between Fry's Mill Road and Tuckahoe Road. 555 because of an accident. 55 northbound heavy Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. 
Prep for Thanksgiving at Whole Foods Market with sales on frozen turkey, classic sides, and more through November 28th. Shop today. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Yes. I especially like how... Nick has started the I slow know. clap. Thanks, Nick. He does the slow clap. <laughs> right. Like right. You don't need it. That's right. like slow clap, clapping at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. This crowd loves her. Uh, by the way, our hourly sponsor is uh, Courtyard Philadelphia South at the Navy Yard. And they've been proudly sponsoring the President's Eve Camp Out for Hunger and Phil Abundance for over 10 years now. And we love our partnership. 10 with years, guys, so man. Thank you for the sponsorship. 10 years, man. 10, Ten years. years, man. Before we get to the Bizarre File, which we are going to do in just a moment, we have someone who is here to make a donation, and we are excited to have with us. He's the business manager of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, local number 351, Dan Cosner. Awesome. Good morning, Dan. Nice to see you. Thanks for being here. Hey, I'm glad to be here. It's a great event. It's our first year uh, we we pr- participated with you guys. I believe it's your 26th year, right? Yes, yes sir. Yeah. yeah. So, and listen, I just got to give a shout out to my membership. I'm, I'm lucky enough to represent uh, over 2,000 members of the IBW, uh, the men and women of South Jersey. We try to participate in a lot of these events throughout the year. We do food drives on our own. We do baskets, and uh, it's because of them I'm able to be here and, and present uh, you guys with this donation today. So we, we, we love our union friends. Getting this all set up out here in the parking lot and everything is is, is amazing. And a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of workers listen to us on the site. Yes, and uh, it's always we're we're so honored that that happens. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're glad to be here. Like I said, it's our first year. You know, I'm from the area in South Jersey. And we hear about every year, but the first year we really got involved, so we hope to make it an annual. That'd be fantastic, yeah, excellent, man. Great, we appreciate it. Are there some of the some of your brotherhood here this morning with you? Oh yeah, yeah. I got um, Steve Steve Dematios here. Steve, Steve A. Hey, Steve O. Ian Leonard, and I got my girlfriend in the back, Amy, right back there. Oh, so it's hey, good hi, Amy. Oh, was Amy in the privilege section earlier? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. I love it. So, scored the privilege listen, section. Allie and all brought us around today and uh, showed That's us it. the the uh, food trucks coming in. And, yeah. uh, you know, listen, we ne- next year we might have some uh, volunteers helping out out there as well. Love it. Excellent. Well, we're excited to accept your donation. What are you uh, bringing to the table, sir? We, we are donating $25,000. Oh! That is big a check. big, chunky donation right there, man. I love that. And a giant check. Man, that means the world to us. Damn. A giant check like that means a giant pen. Yes, a yeah, giant pen out, for a yeah. giant check. Now, that's wonderful. Congratulations yeah. on um, uh, an incredible showing, Dan. Yep, thank you. You got thank it. You. Our pleasure. Let's hear it for Dan, everybody. Yeah. Dan Cosner. Of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. I've always wanted to be a part of a brotherhood. Yes, absolutely. We are in a guild, though. You are in the International Guild of Foot Models. Uh, That, too, yeah. Which is a very hallowed organization. Yes. All right, well, listen, we have a number of other guests that are going to be joining us this morning, so I just want to get right to the bizarre file, and we're going to do a kind of a shorter one because we got a lot of people uh, that are going to be a part of today's program. So let's do it, Jason, please. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. 
All right. Brought to you by Chunky Sacks Hunger, proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger. You can team up with Chunky and this year's Soup Squad to help sack hunger in our community. All right. Uh, I'm going to ease you into these. I have one okay. that's... Uh, I have one that's really special, but I'll start with this one. Charges have been filed against a Springfield man after he allegedly kidnapped a woman at Chainsaw Point. At Chainsaw Point? Yes. Roy W. Flores is charged with kidnapping, first-degree burglary, and unlawful use of a weapon. Uh, officers responded for a burglary report. A man identified. Now, they're, they're identified as victim one and victim two. So All right. Victim one told police that Flores had forced his way into the home with a chainsaw looking for a woman identified as victim two. Two. Victim one told Flores that victim two was not at the residence. Flores threatened to burn the house down, but later left after discovering victim two was not there. An hour later, victim two came to the home to get her clothes when Flores returned, this time with a chainsaw. I forgot my chainsaw. Uh, Flores used the saw, listen to this, to cut into the front door Jeez. before kicking in the back door and forcing his way inside. Victim one said that Flores demanded victim two leave with him. Victim two didn't want to go. But Flores was threatening to beat her while revving the chainsaw engine and pointing it at her as they left the resident. So they don't have this guy. He, there's an issue. They've issued a warrant for the chainsaw-wielding dude. What wonderful news for the people in that area that there's a lunatic with a chainsaw. Yeah, on the run. So they're looking for him. I'll hopefully have a follow-up story for you that. All right, for that for you. Okay, so I eased him in with that one. That was easing in with the chainsaw? Listen to this. Kathy, I want you to pay attention. Okay. These words have never previously appeared in a police report or court filing. And I read at verbatim, the defendant was observed defecating on a deceased possum with his pants lowered and his anal region exposed. Wow. There's so much that I want to say. Kathy supports that. I I, I mean, I almost did until he was crabbing on it. Uh, Kathy hates possums, so but even though she hates possums, she doesn't want you to poop on them. What is the more overriding uh, feeling? Your hatred of possums or your no. unlikelihood of dropping trow and taking a crap? Yeah, the latter. I I think I'm like, just run the possum over with your car. You don't even need to yeah. get out of the car. Kathy makes a good point. You don't have to crap on that possum. No, that just is run over it. just disgusting. Uh, the unusual and repulsive incident transpired around 5.30 in the afternoon in full view of the motoring public during busy traffic Well, times. you say repulsive, but you don't know what was in the possum's will. On a street in Clearwater, Florida, according to the arrest affidavit. Uh, police allege that Rudy Wilcox was observed by an officer relieving himself upon the late marsupial as rush hour traffic passed by. After being read his rights, Wilcox denied his allegations and contended that the officer, quote, doesn't see straight. Oh. <laughs> However... <laughs> However, as the affidavit states, physical evidence was viewed at the scene, which corroborates the allegations alleged. What are the odds that an officer would make that story up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try the crap out on the possum thing today and see if I get any traction. Uh, Wilcox was arrested for exposure of sexual organs and booked into the county jail on a $150 bond. Uh, And then we'll just do one more quick story and move along. But uh, this is just a, a collision of all kinds of crazy sorts. A Eugene knife store Eugene, Eugene Oregon uh, is picking up the pieces after a driver crashed through the storefront on Tuesday. Imagine you're going to have an accident and yeah. the store that you run through is filled with knives. Right? All right, That's what happened. 
So Edge and Knife owner Ted Ruiz said the accident was caused by the driver mixing up the gas and brake pedals, and it was caught on camera. That's something you should usually have down before you get behind the wheel. According to Ruiz, the store was not open. He was not in the area at the time, but he came as soon as he got word of what happened. Uh, the sight he saw when he arrived was devastating. The front windows were completely shattered. The door frames completely bent. It took two-thirds of the front of the store out, by the way. Wow. Inside, glass cases were destroyed and everything, including displays. He said they were shifted nearly uh, two feet towards the back of the store and toppled many supplies in their wake. And what people would call an incident of reckless driving, Ruiz is staying even-handed. He said it was probably just a little confusion. One thing I can say is the gentleman's fine, and as far as anything else goes, that's the important thing. The rest is material. I'll get it fixed. And he is not going to press charges against the man. All right, and that's it. That's a short Bizarre File. Sorry, gang. We're uh, running late on Preston time. Elliott with the Bizarre File. He calls those stories from around the world. By the way, Steve, I wanted to, to mention something because sometimes this phrase is mentioned during the Bizarre File. I met a young lady over here. She's holding a sign up, and it says, if I don't get to meet Preston and Steve, it will be an utter catastrophe. <laughs> and she put pictures of cows on there, so I managed to take a picture with her real it's quick. Awesome, so yeah. I loved that utter catastrophe <laughs> reference. All right, we are going to take a break. Is Drop Dead Sexy ready? Of course they're ready. They always are. We'll return in a second. Our good and Big J Okerson is yeah. going to be here when we get back. Stay with us. Camp out for hunger on 93.3 WMMR. Stream the Preston and Steve show live every morning during Camp Out for Hunger. Watch guests compete on the can drop. See the crazy signs our audience makes to get into the privilege section. And tear up with us over the generous donations from one pound to one ton. Visit WMMR.com slash campout for a link to the live stream powered by our friends at Newman University. And now back to Camp Out for Hunger. Camp Out for Hunger 2023 is underway as we speak. we got just a little bit of time left, a couple hours at most, to come by and join us and be a part of this event. We'd love to have you here. Yeah. Our house band is called Drop Dead Sexy. Come and see these guys in the flesh. Be a part of it. we got some guests that are going to be joining us in a little while, and this is an absolutely Stunning, beautiful day weather-wise. 70 degrees in sunshine. For a Friday? Oh, my God. Amazing. Clouds coming in later, but for now, it's a wonderful day to be right here in the sports complex and experience this whole thing. So if you got time, come on by. Make a donation. If you can't stop and pick something up, Acme's uh, store on premises is still here, and you can take the food directly over and donate it, and we would love you to be a part of it. There's prizes to win and things like that, so uh, why not give it a shot? We're going to take a look at traffic and see what's going on, Kathleen. What you got for us? First, we would like to thank Wispis Bank, local eight stagehands, Republic Services, Live Casino Philadelphia, Stauffer Glove and Safety, Slingmax Rigging Solutions, and Newman University Videography. On the Vine, we've got an accident eastbound. It's right at Broad Street, blocking the right lane. You are stopped back to the Schuylkill Expressway. And then on the Schuylkill westbound, you're jammed from Bear Avenue to the Vine Expressway.
Expressway. City to Belmont. The Blue Route out to Gulf Mills. Eastbound side slowing 202 into Belmont and then heavy from the boulevard into the Vine. 95 southbound. That's heavy Academy to the Betsy Ross Bridge. Gerard into the Vine Expressway. Uh, Blue Route southbound slows from Broomall to the Media Bypass. On the Betsy Ross Bridge westbound at 95. We've got that construction work. There was an accident in there. That is now cleared. 42 south at Watson Drive. That accident cleared as well. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Prep for Thanksgiving at Whole Foods Market with sales on frozen turkey, classic slides, and more through November 28th. Shop today. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. That that is the only successful slow clap I've ever seen work. Like in real time. You guys are the best. You're the best. Nick made it happen. I've never seen that actually work before. All right, a couple of things real quick before we bring out our next guest. I messed up. I failed to do this. On Fridays, there's a little song that we play. It was actually recorded right here at Camp Out for Hunger, and I normally do it uh, right as we're going into the Bizarre File, but it's our Friday froggy song. So, Jason, hit it, please. Here we go. here in spirit. I absolutely love it. All right, and I want to acknowledge something else because I need to do this now before we bring out a guest. I know he's waiting uh, in the wings to come out, but there's something I wanted to uh, make mention of. It's an event that is going on tonight, and it is called the Broadcast Pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame Gala, and there are a few people that are being inducted into the class of 2023 that I want to make sure that I mention. Steve and I, the show, we are members. We were inducted a few years ago, and our former co-worker from WMGK, Debbie Calton, is being nominated today. Debbie's awesome. We want to acknowledge that. We also want to mention our current co-worker at 97.5, the fanatic Rhonda Hibbler, is being inducted as well. So we love Rhonda. Our very close friend and former Sixer announcer, Mark Zumoff, is being inducted. That's right. And, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't like to be made a big fuss over. Where is he? He's right here. Our chief engineer, Rodney Burns! Standing O for Rodney. Well, as-
as we've stated, if you've listened to the show for any length of time or WMMR, you know that Rodney is a, uh, well, he's, he's a bit of a wizard. He's a magician. He makes things happen when they shouldn't be happening. He makes anything happen. He makes anything happen. Casey one time was getting on a plane flying from Florida. You didn't even know Rodney was in Florida. Nope. And you saw that he was on the plane, and Casey ultimately felt better about flying because he knew if there was a problem with the airplane, Rodney, Rodney was going to fix it mid-flight. Yeah, yeah, you would see Rodney clinging onto the fuselage with an Allen wrench and fixing it. But that's yeah. what he did. By the way, this event in particular, the Camp Out for Hunger, would not be anywhere near what it is. Nope. Without Rodney, so yeah. he deserves it, absolutely. Rodney works for months on this event, so congratulations, Rodney. We love you. Yeah. All right. Can I welcome my guests, or is there anything else I need to do? Well, I thought we needed to do this first. All right, we need, it. we need to get somebody else in our privilege section. So thank you, guys, family of three. We appreciate it. This is Casey's turn to choose this. And by the way, sponsored by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia, voted the best casino in Pennsylvania. Who's it going to be, Casey? All right, so everybody who doesn't get selected, you have Kathy to blame, because i got to go with the Delco guy. All right. Uh... Now, are you solo, or do you have somebody with you? His brother. His, his parole brother. officer. All right. his par- <laughs> of course. Step on up here. Good morning, Ed. What is your name? King Richard. King, King Richard. Richard. And who's your brother? Prince. What's his name? Sir John, his loyal servant. All right, yes. Sir John. And by the way, what is the prop? What did you bring with you, King Richard? Come yellow, up. His yellow pillow? Yellow pillow. Oh, my yes. God. Pillow. <laughs> Which part of Delco are we from? Man. Brookhaven. Brookhaven. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm going to be there a little bit later on today. I'm going to... Uh, wait, what? Can you meet him for drinks? No. Hoagies. We're going to meet for hoagies. All right. <laughs> Spades. No, 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 no. I, there was a listener who came by a little bit earlier uh, this week, and they own a, uh, a deli. It's called Ryland Deli. Roland. Roland Deli. With the Godfather. Yes, yes. Very so good. I'm headed there a little bit later on today. Awesome. So if you need a ride, Nick will hook you up. <laughs> hook right. you up. Thank you. In the meantime, have a seat in the privilege Woo! section right there. All right, King Richard and Sir John. All right, now we can welcome our next guest. We love this man. He's been a longtime friend of our show. He's been at many live broadcasts and events that we've done over the years. And he's going to be performing at Live Casino tomorrow night, 8 p.m. is the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Philadelphia born and bred, Big J. Oakerson! Right there, buddy. Uh, yep. Jay, to see you, Big J. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Happy you're back, my man. Thank you. In case, if it gets any lulls, I'm just going to go, Chief Engineer Rodney, everybody. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's Come it. Come on, man. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Steve over there sectioned off like a bar mitzvah DJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got all my things. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kath, traffic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy, traffic, take it away. Yeah. I'll just throw it to her. Now. Hey, did you go? Were you at Tool last night? I did go to Tool last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you're obviously a fan. You would not have gone, were you not? How was the show? It was great. Yeah. I mean, Mushrooms made it greater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was pretty great, yeah. Uh, you've seen them a number of times? Yeah. It's funny, if you do Mushrooms in a Tool show, the descriptions of the show, someone's like, how was the show? Like, purple. <laughs> <laughs> Are you friends with uh, anybody in the band? Nope. Oh. Full price. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, because you 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 you've got you work within uh, you're a, a rock guy. You've got some some yeah. I worked with I worked with a band Corn a bunch yeah. Uh, yeah. years ago. 
But uh, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much all I my friendships and like, music. Going back to the mushrooms, I feel like that's a dicey proposition taking the mushrooms at, at at a tool show. I think it's the place for it. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. yeah. There was there was that dude on, on the uh, uh, it wasn't the guy taking mushrooms on on that Alaska flight the uh, the co pilot who oh tried yeah, to yeah, crash yeah. the plane oh yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this story recently? No. Yeah, he was he was in the, what they call the jump seat. He was yep. a, like uh, he wasn't working, but he was a co-pilot, and he managed to get himself into the cockpit and tried to down the plane into a into a. Yeah, he tried to pull the fire suppression system, yeah. which shuts all the engines off and dumps all the and fuel. He said For he, mushrooms. He'd been doing yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a good reason why. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, speaking of tool, by the way, uh, Casey and I were talking. He went over for a little while and checked out the show. That's a that's a heavy show to oh, go yeah. see. And by that, I don't, I don't mean like crunchy, loud. It's like a, it's very, it's, it's emotionally heavy. No, yeah. dark. Kind of yeah. like, you know. The music yeah. has weight to it. The guitar has weight to it. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. Me either. I'm not a musician, but I tell you, <laughs> it was fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was green. So yeah, all the lava and it's just nutty stuff, but he still stays kind of back in the stage. Yeah. And, yeah. That's kind of Maynard's thing. You stay towards the back, right? I know. He also hates the audience, which is funny to watch. It does, is, is it visible? Palpable and tangible that he, he has. It's audibly palpable. <laughs> he say he calls the crowd idiots a bunch and take out your dumb phones. And it's, yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. Let's see. Uh, are there more women at a rush show or at a tool show? Oh man. Either way, it's going to be a long line for dudes' bathroom. Without a doubt. <laughs> Yeah. We were you get butt naked in the woman's bathroom at a tool show. And <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> we were had a surprising amount of women. So on the way to the concert last night, people were dropping by here, and there were a lot of women. And I kept going, "Wow, okay." Yeah. And they act, they were stunned that I was stunned. Oh yeah, I'm also surprised when I see young people at these shows too, because uh, I don't know if they know the music. There was a girl who everyone was staring at in the front row yesterday. Yeah, we thought she was wearing body tape as an outfit. But it was a bodysuit. She fooled us all. <laughs> and then outside, there was a bunch of different guys trying to take her home. And uh, heroically, we intervened for five seconds until we realized she was like, shut up. And we're like, well, <laughs> go enjoy your fate, lady. I'll read about you in the papers, I guess. <laughs> in your bodysuit. Uh, you got the gig at Live Casino. Have you played this before? No. First okay. time there. First all time right. even in the doors. No kidding. It's a great room. The, yeah. the old Holiday Inn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. Think do the tunnels underneath that go to the stadiums? It's a good question. Somebody put their arms up in the air. I don't know. He that, says thumbs up. Is that it? Really? Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, there was, yeah. In fairness, was... it was one guy in the back gave thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. But it was, he was confident about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's Tunnel Dennis. <laughs> Everybody knows Tunnel Dennis. His grandfather built those tunnels. <laughs> I had no idea this was a thing. So I, this was ostensibly to get a player staying there. I feel like it was a myth always, they said, yes. that so people, so the teams didn't have to walk through the mean streets of Philadelphia. Wow. But in fairness, I don't think the plans to have the Cowboys walk from the hotel yeah. <laughs> to the stadium. Right. Didn't always Sonny do an episode on that? Yeah. The tunnel? Yeah. They're looking for the tunnels? Yeah. And underneath, but it's, I, I doubt it exists. I'm wondering why that guy says it does. does all right, so you believe it exists? Uh, bring Tunnel, tunnel Dennis? Dan? Hey, Tunnel Dennis, come up here. Yeah, tunnel come up Dennis, here. Come, come on, on 
up. We'll put you on the mic and give it up for Total Dennis. Yeah, Total Dennis. See what kind of credibility we have here. And, and you went to uh, Tool with Big J last night, right? Oh, All right. I am Tunnel Dennis. <laughs> uh, so, uh, ironically, I'm wearing an Always Sunny T-shirt too. So oh, there you go. it all comes yeah. together. It's a sweatshirt, okay. but go ahead. Round up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you say round up? Round up. Same thing. Yeah. So, so it covers the torso, Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where did you get this information about the the, the tunnel? Uh, so uh, within the last handful of years, literally people part of the construction of Xfinity Live. Uh, I names themselves are escaping me in the moment, but uh, as a former employee over here at Xfinity Live, while they were uh, making the live casino itself in conversations, people were confirming that myth itself. I asked numerous people about it. I don't know if it's still there now. I don't know if they ended up kind of deconstructing it with the new building itself. This was information probably about four years ago now. Okay. So, but um, uh, like confirmation of just like holes underneath and I don't know if they followed it and like led their way through the entire thing. So speculate at this point. I mean, yeah, all it's, right. it's all whispered down the lane, but it, 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 I mean, hey, I'll, I'll trust anything as long as it's on the internet. <laughs> I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like when Tunnel Dennis asked a question, the construction guys were like, let's not break this kid's heart. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, the tunnels go everywhere as far as the eye can see. Really? What? Really? Tell me about the tunnels again. Oh, Tunnel Dennis. <laughs> Thank you, Tunnel Dennis. Thank Appreciate you. it. Tunnel Dennis, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be... There was a guy show. that supposedly lived at the vet for like a year. Now, you don't buy that, right, Case? Weren't you suspect of that? It's a little... It's a little hinky. He wrote a book yeah. about actually living. There was apparently an old... Um, like supply closet or yeah, something. Yeah. Behind a concession area. Yeah. And he swears. And there are, quote-unquote, v- pictures. And Some evidence. of it seemed like hyperbole. Right. He was hearing some stories there. that didn't quite add up. And they're good stories. So, you know, never let the facts get in the way of a good story. But I, I don't know if I believe all of it. More the story or some of the stories. Uh, just like players hanging out. And like, uh, you know, there, there would be these parties at post Concerts, there'd be groupies that would go down there. Like it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of stuff. And uh, is that holding any uh, water with nah, you? I'm not buying that story at all. <laughs> so I had a, a really fun memory at the vet. Uh, my friends and I, there it was a huge line for the bathroom at an Eagles game. And so we went into, there was a closet right next to the bathroom, a utility closet, a janitor closet, and we're all peeing in this oh. utility sink. <laughs> and security comes busting in. They, they slam open the door. Now, the door opens and hides me behind it. And all of my friends got picked up and arrested. <laughs> and you were behind And I was behind the door. I didn't get caught at all. It was awesome. Was your junk out ready? Were you in the, on deck? I was on deck. Yeah, Tunnel Dennis was there. (laughs) Casey, you have overachieved in your life from what you should have been. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. It's Casey Boy. You just got arrested for peeing in a sink at a stadium. (laughs) Do you have any fond memories of the the vet or even questionable ones? I just loved how the... The audience there, like the vet, the Phillies, uh, the, the Eagles fans at the vet were much more volatile than uh, Lincoln Financial. Mm. I saw when Victor Cruz, uh, the Giants got, I think, career ending injury. I was at that game and uh, my girlfriend had never been to an Eagles game before. And I was like, oh, watch, this is the best. When they put him on the cart and take him off, everybody's going to boo him <laughs> when he gives the thumbs up. <laughs> 
And they started clapping when they put him on the cart and taking him away. And I was like, that's weird. But I was like, just wait. They're going to boo when he's doing okay. And then he gave a thumbs up and they cheered more. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening in this city? Too many of these, too many of these uh, you know, iffy art kids moving into town or something. What happened? Compassion? Compassion. I remember when Michael Irvin had his career ended, and when he gave the thumbs up, the crowd booed at him <laughs> and tried to hit him with things from the stand. That's Philly. That's Philly. That was vet Philly. Now we're Lincoln Financial yeah. Field Philly. These art institute kids are coming in mucking up everything. <laughs> hey, uh, Jay, speaking of the Giants, we, we were talking about this on the air yesterday. Kevin Hart is going to get the Mark Twain Award, which is really cool. And you've known Kevin for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Kevin Hart secretly a Giants fan? We've uh, heard rumors. So I think I started that rumor because it's true. <laughs> ah. Yeah, he was a Giants fan. But there's, there's there your Philly. Is. There you go. There's your Philly. Yeah. Great. Now he's only got almost a billion fans. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking him out a couple hundred at a time. <laughs> Spread the word. No, when we were younger, he was a Giants fan for sure. But the thing is, he's so synonymous with Philly. And, you know, he could walk through that stadium like the president. So you become a fan, I guess, of whatever. And the truth is, he's incredibly generous to the area. He's always donating to, to schools and stuff. He, I think his first was his first stadium gig. It was the link, was it not? Yeah. All right, guys, yeah. I'll give you some cans of soup. <laughs> All right, I'll donate. <laughs> He's so generous. He goes, Kevin Hart gave like a million dollars to this before. How are you doing? <laughs> what did you bring to me? <laughs> I love that. But he's getting it. Yeah, he's getting that Mark Twain Award. Did, uh, is that, um, did you hear about that? No. What is no. the Mark Twain Award so, for? Well, they, they give it. Not to, for writing? No. For comedy writing? Well, and for just comedy in general. Tina Fey has received it. Uh, yeah. John Stewart. Uh, Chappelle. Is that, I'm sorry, but is that Kennedy Center or is that. No, Kennedy Center is different. That's yeah, completely yeah. different? Yeah, you, you okay. ride in a limo through Dealey Plaza on that one. Well, what so. was the award show that I saw? Because you had mentioned Chappelle. Uh, Chappelle was there and um, Neil Brennan uh, did a, a speech for him. Was that Kennedy? I think Center? that's that I, was Kennedy. No, Center. that's not Kennedy. Center. That, that was Mark Twain. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know. So in the Kennedy Center, they're up, they're up in the balcony, usually with the president, and and uh, for the Mark Twain, they're off to the side. <laughs> How do you think Mark Twain would feel about having two black guys get the award? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is. It's an award presented by the Kennedy Center. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, to individuals who have uh, influenced American society with their humor and social commentary, like Mark Twain, according to this poster. Well, you know, when that happens, they can select the people they want to honor them. You might get a call. Yeah. Would I- you go? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense. You're not supposed to give an award to somebody wearing a wallet chain. <laughs> hey, everyone, this is for my good writing. <laughs> I promise to keep giving you guys good writing for years to come. <laughs> Kathy, take it away with the traffic. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> Kathy, what's going on westbound of the Walt, Walt women? <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, you're in town for a couple of days, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, besides going to the tool show, you got anything else planned around town? Going to go see the family, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I've already eaten the cheesesteak. I'm feeling that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you? I mean, I, you know, I'm a chicken cheesesteak guy. Did you put mushrooms on it by any chance? Of course I did. Okay. So you go full tilt. Full tilt. Uh, and your system is, is uh, it wreaks havoc on you? Because I know people can pound cheesesteaks. It's processing. No it's, it's processing. As we speak, but, uh, I've always had a bad experience with any cheesesteak. Yeah, no, that was a late night mushrooms bad decision. <laughs> 
at 2 a.m. It's like, Oregon Steaks is open? That's crazy. <laughs> I've had my... At 7.30 this morning, I was like, Oregon Steaks? <laughs> what have we done? Oh, I've, I've had my experiences with the late night cheesesteak, bad decision next day. Oh, my God. I told you guys I had parked my car oh. in, a, in, a, in a garage. Yeah. I stayed at our friend Tim's house. We got absolutely bombed out of our minds, hit Pat's right before, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I wake up. I have to leave. I go to get my car. I'm in. I'm pulling out. And this is one of those where you had to pay on the way out. So yes. I'm pulling up to the booth. And there's a dude there, right? There's a guy there. And this is like, oh, it was like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. I had to leave early. I pay my money. I scoot forward about 10 yards. I stop. And I grabbed a Wawa bag. And I just puked all that cheese stick <laughs> up right there in my car. Oh, binge and purge, dude. I, oh, <laughs> I didn't know you were a hot high school girl. <laughs> Whatever keeps that ass in shape, babe. When I was younger. When I was younger. But that was, uh, oh. Now you got the bag. Yep. You got the bag full of puke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at you now. Still fitting the same clothes from high school. (laughs) Very proud of that. There's a benefit to it. Uh, What about Thanksgiving? You going to do that up in New York? uh, Yeah. Yeah, I got to stay home for this time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm not going to do the bombs this year. Is that a, so if you're up in New York, do you you find some friends to to hook up with or? No, I go, my, uh, we go to my ex-wife's house. She was a good cook, but that was all. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing. (laughs) Do do you get on well? I assume you have to. You have have a kid together, right? Yeah. 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 You have to keep it civil. Oh, yeah, no, sure. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. cost me a lot of money to be this civil. <laughs> I didn't know you guys were married. I thought you had, uh, it, I thought it, you did this out of wedlock. No, yes. Uh, In sin, girl, they say. No, my girlfriend, who you've met a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah, well, no, we're not married. Yeah. Because I'm still getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> but she is a very public mistress, if that makes anyone feel like yeah, it. It does, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to point out uh, our buddy Kyle, our video guy, is a huge, huge fan of Big J, and he kind of geeked out on him a little bit backstage. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. He was like, man, I hope I wasn't too forward with this, but he was asking uh, Jay about another uh, crowd work uh, session coming up down the road, and you said that you got something down the road yeah, coming yeah. up. Yeah, January, I'm going to film in Denver uh, my next crowd work thing. Yeah, it's going to be a, a video special, so yeah. So when you do that, you you plan nothing for the evening, or... I don't plan anything when I do any of these. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just go and, and hope it works out. When did you start that process? When I was... Uh, uh, not making it for so long in the New York clubs, and I just saw the staff at those clubs would like just like mouth the words of people's jokes as they knew them right. night after night. Okay, and I didn't want them to do that, so I would just go off the cuff to have it be new every night. Worked wow. out for you. Once, once you do something like that, uh, you gotta. I mean, obviously, you have to do it a lot. You just it, your mind has to be locked into that that mode. So, but is you don't go to oh, you're well past open mic nights. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. H- how do you stay on your game? I mean, because you, you have such a, a lightning fast wit, um, you know. But it, it, it's a that's a tool that you have to kind of keep working at, right? I wish I could take all the credit, but I'm going to give weed about eighty percent. Eighty percent of that, yeah. yeah okay, <laughs> doesn't hurt. So weed is is. is and 
and mushrooms? I don't think weed uh, weed doesn't um, necessarily make me think of the funnier things. It makes me not care as much if it's not funny. All right. So it gives you reckless abandon. Yeah. yeah so it, then you say it, and if the crowd doesn't laugh, you go, eh, I don't even <laughs> tunnel, tunnel Dennis was agreeing with you, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Tunnel Dennis. He actually says there's a tunnel under your seat right now. So, yeah. Uh, by the way, Jay, like I said, is going to be playing right around the corner from here, Live Casino, and uh, that's tomorrow night. Shows at 8 o'clock, and you can go to philadelphia.livecasinohotel.com. we got to wrap things up, bud, but it is wonderful Dude. to see you. Welcome back home. Great to see you. Appreciate awesome. you. Yeah. yeah. Big Jay, Jay Okerson, yeah. guys. Chief Engineer Rodney. Chief Engineer Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> we love this guy. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We got more guests on the way. Daltrey's going to be here. And Steve Rand is easy as well, so we will return with the Camp Out for Hunger on 93.3 WMLR. Hang out. Want to know what's going on and who's appearing at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger? WMMR.com slash campout has a calendar full of guests, stunts, events, and live music. Plan your trip to the tent or for can't-miss listening. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now... Back to Camp Out for Hunger. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. I can't stop this song. Hang on a second. Band 
this morning, and as we've said, they put on a show, man. Wigs and costumes and all. And our little Grease medley was phenomenal. So make sure you find these guys. Go see them. They got a, links coming, a lot of gigs. They got some links coming up. They got some links. A lot of gigs coming up. And you can go to DropDeadSexy.com and see them on Instagram as well, at, at DDSBand, if you want to check them out. All right, we have uh, more guests, more people, more things happening. Let's take a look at traffic. Let's see what we're dealing with now. Kathy, what you got? Well, we would like to thank Beanbo Bakeries, Equipment Trucking and Warehousing, Atlantis Architects, United Rentals, Power and HVAC, Keys Towing, Indre Recording and Production, and Bowder Audio Systems for helping us at the camp out again this year. Uh, we have Route 29 in Trenton closed because of an accident between Memorial Drive and Route 33 Market Street. You're stopped back to Calhoun Street. You want to find an alternate for that right now. 55 northbound, heavy from Deptford to the 42 Freeway. On the Vine, eastbound at Broad Street, that accident cleared, but you are still jammed back to the Schuylkill. Westbound side jams 95 to Broad Street, Schuylkill eastbound. Slowing 202 into Belmont, the Boulevard to the Vine, westbound Bear Avenue to the Vine, City to Belmont. A 95 southbound, heavy from Cotman into the Vine Expressway. Blue Route northbound slows from McDade Boulevard to Baltimore Pike. Southbound from Villanova to Westchester Pike, and then from the Media Bypass to Baltimore Pike. This traffic report brought to you by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Incredible. A hero to these people. You guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, do we know what we're doing next? Do we have this all kind of laid out? Yeah, I think so. That kind of <laughs> all right. We're, uh, we're riffing, as they say. We're trying to put stuff together and uh, kind of, you know, be fluid as we move along. But we are very, very happy to welcome another friend of ours. He's been on our program on a number of occasions. And his gig is coming up at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. Please welcome Steve Ranazizi. Steve is going to be playing Helium. Uh, he's got two shows each night, 7.30 and 10. You go to heliumcomedy.com. And we, sir, welcome you to the Camp Out for Hunger. Oh, this is beautiful, guys. Yeah. This is homeless fantasy camp, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, or hungry, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think you've been to this event. We've had no. we've had you at uh, in the studio a few occasions. A few but, times, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this is our 26th year doing this. Congratulations. Thing, right? Thanks, yeah, man. Amazing. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Single largest, single sponsored food drive in the country thanks to these people here. Yeah. Look at this. Amazing, guys. Amazing. Are you wearing a NASCAR hat? No, this is um, a baseball. Uh, Ripken. Oh. Aberdeen. Okay. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah. The complex down there. I've been there. The complex, oh. yeah. There's a lot of frogs on that complex. Did you ever notice that? Frogs? Yes. Like <laughs> no, little tiny... I didn't notice one frog. Really? <laughs> How much mushrooms were you on? I just was watching my kids play baseball. Yeah. Well, I mean... It's on acid. Taking toad. <laughs> seeing frogs. They got stung by bees. Okay. There well, there you go. Maybe yeah. uh, all the frogs ate the bees, and that's why... I didn't see any bees and only for I don't know what I'm saying. When did you go? I dropped my nephew off there. My nephew's a big baseball guy and and he didn't have a ride there. My whatever. And so I had to I drove from here to there, dropped him off, saw a ton of frogs, got back in my Ooh, car. Like, ribbit, get out of here. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> That's all and then I I left and then that was it. So I saw the complex, I saw frogs and then I and then I 
Well, I was there for four days. I didn't see one frog. One damn really? frog. Not one you had, you frog. Had entirely different experiences. No, completely. Your, your, your son, uh, your son is a football player, right? I got is two. It? Yeah, they both play football. And, uh, and for Mount Sinai, is that what it is? Yeah, for yeah. my for the high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah the oldest cool. is in high school. It's crazy. Because I was wow. doing a little che- checking up and doing a little research. Right. Being on the show, uh, he's got he's got a lot of traction. I mean, he's apparently a really good player. He, you know, he knows. What he, he just started playing football, and you know, look, it's like I just don't want anyone to get hurt. And yeah. No, we're not getting any scholarships. Let me tell you. Oh, okay. We're not playing anyone of uh, of tremendous caliber. <laughs> let's put it that way. Okay. You know, yeah. the offensive line names are like Grossman. <laughs> And things like that. You know, so, I, yeah, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. But you got to be proud. I mean, he's doing really well. As proud as I possibly could be for a, a son who's playing intermediate football very well. So I was, yeah. I was listening you know? to the conversation with these guys, and they, they they all have kids, and they were talking about, you know, assessing the capability, and you want to be supportive, and you want to say, well, this is what could happen, and but, yeah. but also make sure that they know that it's a real world out there. I know. I, and I tell them, I go, dude, go for your dreams, like the Vince Papali. Like, go for your dreams. Yeah. But I go, there's a reason why they make a movie about that, because it never happens. Right, okay? right, right. Do you understand? Your dreams never come true. Yeah. Even at the end of the That's movie. Why they make, if they came true all the time, that'd be called the news, okay? People's yeah. dreams coming true all the time. Uh-huh. But they never come true. So it's true. It's true. remember to study right. a little bit. <laughs> it does help. So my son, he uh, he has this idea that he can. he's a junior now, and so senior year, he's like, I think I could be wide receiver. And I said, um... You know, you go to St. Joe's Prep, you're not going to play wide receiver there. Like, yeah. that's that's where Marvin Harrison went to high yeah, school. Yeah, you, you like, hear prep. And yeah. It's like, do you, mm-hmm. you know how to hold a clipboard? Do you know how to <laughs> stencil in the different plays that we might? Do you know how to go, hey, go scout next week's team, like, for Harbaugh, you know? Yeah. But. Go get a ticket. You know, we just, well, I didn't, I only learned this week that if you are the mascot at a school with a program, you can get a scholarship. Of course. I, I didn't know that. Hey, not many people. People can run around in that outfit and not trip and fall and, you know, look like an idiot. So right, right. You know what I, I love, though, is in professional sports when uh, the – and it happens quite a bit. When the mascot of the home team is by the field goal post as they're losing the game and then they smash their head against the field goal post. Like, I don't – like, I think that's obviously very, very funny and comedic, but it, the, the organization can't love that, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, look, the organization is, is probably not happy that they have to – put a thing out there anyway, you yeah. know, for the most part. So I'm sure there's a list of antics that they can do and yeah. a list of antics that they can't do. Hey, and, you know, let me ask you, because your players are probably going to be more embarrassing to the organization than the mascot could be. True, true. Uh, seven years on the league? Was that what it was? How long? That was seven years, yeah. Seven years. Show still remains hugely popular. Yes, people watch it every year. They yeah. tell me about it. They ask me for fantasy football advice. <laughs> I tell them I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, Steve, it's showed up in my Instagram feed all of a sudden. Like, yes. The last couple of weeks, a lot a lot of clips from the league. And oh, they're, really? They're just as funny as they always were. Um, but just it, it, it also is like the um, plan is working. Then <laughs> <laughs> I've got Russia on it. Well, I think when you watch, watch one and you like it, yep. then they just you know they they keep coming. People are like, "Hey, man, you got to bring that show back," and I'm like, "It's never going to come back." Okay, yeah, real, yeah, yeah. Get that it's over. Okay, right. we would never be able to get away with the things we got away with. Are you still buddies on that with, show with uh, people from the show? Very much so. We're going to dinner in January, and nice. uh, when we're all out in L.A., so yeah, we still see each other. Mark, uh, Mark Duplass is. Uh, something else, man. That guy's so he's impressive. a real piece of crap. He is a real piece of crap. Real piece of crap. Wow. No. What about Nick Kroll? Crap, crap, oh, even crap. bigger crap. crap. Yeah. Wow. The worst of the worst. Yeah, Paul Shear. Uh, he hits babies. Yeah, I've seen him hit babies. Yeah. They're a bunch of baby in the face. Bunch of scumbags. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm pretty much the only good person on the show. 
So I really, I just hope, you know, I try to, I give you them my joy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Six in. Uh, we saw you uh, hanging out with Big J backstage, yeah, chatting Big a little bit. You guys go way back, right? We do. I was hoping he was going to bring his his opener, Dylan, who I just got off a two-week bus tour with. We literally just got me, Ari Shafir, uh, Ryan O'Neill, and, and uh, Jay's opener, Dylan, just did a two-week bus tour through the Midwest. I got home on Tuesday. Wow. Um, and I'm here to tell you guys, uh, it's not great out there. No. <laughs> it is. We are, we are poor AF, if you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. This city, I mean, the whole middle of the country. Yeah. We pulled into Kansas City. We were backing in to our, and there was a little, like, a homeless encampment behind it. And as we were backing in, I guess they didn't expect us. And there was a guy, uh, you know, taking a crap on the ground. <laughs> oh, right. right. Right in the ground. So, you know, he sees us. He's embarrassed. What do you do? Okay, I've got to dispose of this crap. And how do you dispose of the crap? You light it on fire. Oh. So he lit it on fire. <laughs> and now he's like, well, this is a problem. Now i got to put this fire out. He <gasps> takes his jacket off. Oh, no. The no. fire with his jacket, right? Now you're saying to yourself, well, at least he's trying to do the right thing. But again, he hasn't pulled his pants up yet. So oh. all this is happening <laughs> with his pants down. So now he's being the fire. And he realizes, well, my jacket's on fire. I'm going to start hitting the ground over here. So the fire spreads over there. And within four minutes of our bus pulling in there, the fire department are there. The police are there. Oh, my God. And I thought it was the welcome committee. So, <laughs> and that was like Kansas City. Hey, that was like one of the nicer ones we went to. Do something special for Steve when he arrives. Oh, yeah. The welcome fire. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's it's rough. sad. That's sad. It's rough. In that group of uh, comedians, who's who's the most um, hard? I mean, I know Ari. Uh, Ari's terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ari's terrible. Yeah. I mean, he's. we love him to death. Oh, I he, love him, too. Yeah, he seems. He but he's seems, one of the worst people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> You know, he's one of the person you'd be like, hey, I can't. Ari's such a great guy, but yeah. one of the worst humans. human beings. Period. Like Dylan, we would just like Dylan, the opener, was yeah. not waking up before noon every day. He's a millennial, so like he's like what the world owes me. Yeah. yeah. So we were like, no, dude, you got to wake up before noon. He wasn't doing it, so we air horned him. We just got an air horn at Love's, and we air horned <laughs> him awake. And then at like two o'clock, he's like, hey, I just want to tell you guys something. <laughs> at two o'clock, this is like, you know, he gets up, air right. horn, he has to go. He's like, you know the. <laughs> the way you guys woke me up today it was like it just it really like I'm not happy about it. My happiness level's not high, like for the day. I just want to let you guys know. And Ari's like, I couldn't give less of a crap. Uh, I mean, it was like we were supposed to care about feelings. Yeah, you that, picked the wrong tour. Oh no, the yeah. wrong tour. Yeah, Ari is not known for, the, for no. that no, so. sensitivity. Ari says and does things that I think the rest of us wish we could. He has zero filter. Yeah, and uh, it's it, it's it's sort of it's endearing, I guess, to watch him work. We stole a Freeze Palestine sh- uh, um, <laughs> sign in Omaha, Nebraska. And then the last night, we had so much stuff left over the bus. The last show is we just started giving stuff away. So Ari, we, we would all sign the stuff. So Ari took a picture with the guy with the Free Palestine. You know, stuff like that. Stay it's away from the, the yeah. hot topics. Yeah, the hot topics. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Wow. Hey, I know that you're a little uh, upset that you, you got here after DeAndre Swift left because... Yeah, he's on my fan team and I want to just give yeah. him a little nudge. <laughs> give him a little hey DeAndre. Hey. What is gonna happen this weekend? <laughs> you are my flex every week, bro. You've been providing but a little little less production the last couple weeks. So we know how competitive you are. Yep. Uh-huh. Preston recounts the story of you guys golfing. Oh and, and you had a 
Preston, it was a particularly bad experience for Steve, correct? Oh, he was not having a good day. I know. It happens. Yeah. It happens. I was going through. The, remember when Tiger went through the yips and he couldn't chip? Right. That's what I was going through. 100 yeah. yards in, I was absolutely useless. Yeah. yeah. But today, I brought $150,000 cash. <laughs> cash. <laughs> I'm willing to take you on again. Are you, are you, I am going to go play today, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to play with Mark. I was going to ask you if you're still playing the game, so. Oh, come on. And not this <laughs> not that bad. Still playing. I joined a place. How about that? I doubled down on how bad I am. <laughs> I spent thousands of dollars a year to prove to people how bad I can be. The story Dude, was so hilarious. Listen, I swear to God, he was having such a bad day. I swear to you, you went to Mark, and I heard you go, at least I look really good. <laughs> he, was, he was wearing a really nice outfit. Mark's like, you are That's... the best looking golfer out here. Thank Steve. you. Yes. It felt better. I mean, look, you know, I mean, are you still? Are you still? Absolutely. Yeah, I joined the club as well. Joined so, the club. So. Yep. So I'm, I'm playing as much as I possibly can. And and you're are you playing well? I'm a 5.4 index right now. Great. So I'm playing pretty good. Yeah. Six one. All right. Oh. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Good for oh. you. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. I see. I don't. I, Dude, I got my sticks in the trunk. Me too. Oh, come on. All, All right. The time, man. Yeah. We, can, go. we can set up a drive. You know, they're doing the the, uh, the driving. Uh, the uh, Oh, at oh, Citizens yeah, yeah. Bank it's Park. I've done that. I've done it at, uh, in City Field with a Mets play. How was it's it? Fun? It's, yeah, it's 120 yards. Yeah. You try to hit the ball near the thing. You don't even see where it goes. You can hit as many balls as you want. Have you done top golf? Yes. I've, I've not done that. What yeah, do you, as a golfer, what do you think of it? I mean, look, if you're going to bring your own sticks to top golf, yeah. old man. <laughs> Go ahead. But, you know, they use the stuff that they have there. It's fun. It's good to go with the kids because it's like, you know, you don't have to. Uh, you can be as competitive as you want to be in your head. But, like, hey, try to hit it in that circle. Right. You know, it's not the hardest I, thing. I, I took my son there for his 17th birthday. Brother. This went out in King of Prussia. It was a yeah. blast. And yeah, I'm not, it is. I'm not great at golf, but I had so much fun. And who cares? You know, you're just out there having a, having a really good time. Now they're going to do the top golf for putt-putt. Like, Tiger Woods started one down in Florida. Really? It's going to be like you get, a, like, a lounge in, like, your own little 18-hole area. And you oh, okay. The thing. You know, they're going to make everything into a lounge. Thing. Yeah, right? how, yeah. How often does, like, putt-putt golf serve as an entree to someone actually embracing the sport? It, 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 right? It's kind of... Oh, you think, like, there's, like, a top golf hero that was like, I never picked up a club till I started working the bar at Top Golf. Right. <laughs> right. Next thing you know, I'm on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, it never... That's never going to happen. Right, yeah. right. And did you see Tiger Woods' uh, son is uh, just... Man, that kid's fantastic. I know. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it. He's got to be good. He's got to have a lot of pressure on him because... Yep. But he did win a state championship. That's something that Tiger never did yesterday. Though. Tiger never did that. I'm like, they didn't even have the state championship. <laughs> yeah. He would have won it in the fifth grade if he could have. Yes, totally. If it was all around. Yeah. Okay, let's not start doing, ooh, <laughs> right. Yeah. better than his dad. He's not. No. <laughs> what, what is, have you played all, have you played like Pebble Beach? And have you played? I played Pebble. I played Spyglass, Torrey Pines, um, Shinnecock out east, um, Pinehurst number two. Ooh, nice. The one, yeah, down in, uh, and it's awesome. I mean, like, that's the good thing about going around and, and doing this is that I can bring my clubs, go out and play, you know, you, you, play cool, cool uh, places. Smithtown, Long Island, right? Smithtown, yes. That, so I don't, uh, all I've heard over the years is that Beth Page has become sort of the um, slap shot of golf. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's like, I like to go play there like once or twice this summer to, to test myself to see how good I'm playing because it is so hard. It's yeah. hard to walk. It's Everything's like, you, you tee off, then you got to walk down your ball, and then if you're 
you're in the fairway, you're like, all right, what's the green? Look, I got to walk up to the green. You look at it, you walk back down, and you ball. Okay. Hit, hit your ball up, and you got to walk back. By the time you're putting, you're like out of breath. So yeah. Like, they're not hard greens, but you're just like, I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah. That's a tough day. That's a long Wah! day. Of day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta walk. <laughs> you should have told that story to the guy that was pooping. And I know. I to, hey, man, we've all had tough times. Yeah. One time I had a walk in the rain at Bethpage Golf Course. <laughs> One day that fire that you're trying to get out will be put out, but not today, sir. He's so moved by your story, he gives you his coat. <laughs> it was so tough because you ever see someone struggling with trying to do the right thing? Yeah. And, and every time he did, it was the wrong decision. Oh. Like, don't put it out. He's using his coat. Yeah. <laughs> He was, he was trying. He was, he was trying. trying. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Steve, we're gonna we're gonna try something out with you if, you, if you're cool with it. You up for uh, playing a different kind of a game this morning? Uh, sure. Guess who's in my mouth? What no, we not that. We're not gonna play that game. Oh, uh, we're actually it's a lot more benign. Okay. We're, we're gonna send you out with uh, with Big J and play a game we like to call the drop quiz here this morning. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So uh, was, was Steve made aware of this? Hopefully, I, I yes. This is when we go on the thing. Yes, yeah. you go on the thing. All right. I, I had one request. Though. Can yes. I sit on Jay's lap while we do it? Oh, please do. <laughs> I don't want to please sit next to him. Do. I want to feel him. Don't worry. I think he's genuinely nervous. I like like a he, 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 We both watched it. We wanted to see the drop. Okay. Yeah, and how vicious the drop was going to be. Yeah. Okay. It's, 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 the thing is, while you're trying to execute the game, that's what makes it yes. difficult. Yeah. It's yeah. difficult to do. But uh, all right. So we'll send you out there. And we'll right. talk with you guys a little bit more. Miss Steve Ray. It's easy, guys. Helium Comedy Club this weekend, uh, tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> Tickets are on sale, heliumcomedy.com. Make sure you get them now real quick. While they're going to get set up, we're going to talk to um, a couple of other people real quick. But we also want to mention the fact that this hour is sponsored by friends at Comcast Business, Powering Possibilities. And that's apropos uh, because the two people that we are going to welcome to our microphone are from Comcast. We would like to welcome the Vice President of Communications. Vacations, and also the vice president of tech ops from Comcast, Jennifer Bellata and Jay Drummond. <laughs> morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming by here. We love all these executives that we've had out through the course of the week. And uh, Comcast, not a tiny business. No, no, they're doing okay. Yeah, that's a big operation. How long have you been in your position, Jennifer? Uh, 12 years with the company. Wow, okay. And and Jay, how about you? Two years as the VP, but uh, about 22 years of Comcast. No kidding. Excellent. We appreciate it. You guys do a lot in our communities. And uh, obviously, a lot of people are uh, employed locally by Comcast. Comcast as well. And you guys have been big supporters of a lot of things that MMR has done over the years. Yeah, this is our 10th year supporting Camp Out for Hunger, so Love we're it. super excited. Yes. And you guys got you guys got extra competitive over the past couple of years. You've been doing a phenomenal job. In fact, you've got a broadcast from one Pierre Robert mm. who dropped by. But uh, yeah, you, I, every time if someone comes out to the house to do something or to, you know, to upgrade a system at the house, everyone gets behind the Camp Out for Hunger from the, the service person to up to to the executives and and that is fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I know we're out at your house often. Yes. You're uh, always getting the latest and greatest. I'm a tech dude, yes. And I I hang out and talk to the guys. That's why they never show up for their other appointments because I'm I'm domineering their time. (laughs) But I love all that stuff. Did you get storm-ready Wi-Fi yet? Uh, No, but I I believe 
No, it's Wait, coming. What is Storm Ready Wi-Fi? We have to get you all hooked up with this. So Storm Ready Wi-Fi, it is our latest product. And what it does is you connect it to your modem. And if your power goes out, it will keep all of your devices connected. So power goes out, you can still be streaming on your laptop, anything that can still have a battery source. But Do you know why? Because I, I, I have a generator at the house. So, I'm, I'm, so then uh, you would be completely yeah, up and running. Yeah, absolutely. And the beauty of it, when your power is out, it's still a... A really great Wi-Fi extender, so you're getting Wi-Fi, you know, even better throughout your house. And then when the when the power goes down, you still have all your stuff. I love it. So that that gives you the peace of mind of knowing you'll be able to get information, you'll be able to stay on your stuff, you can stream shows, you can do all that. Right. Yeah, absolutely, very nice. And that's readily available for any customer now. That is available. Yeah, you can go to our Xfinity stores. You can order it online. Love it. Yeah, excellent. Simple install. Wonderful. You guys are always coming up. Is your mic not on, case? I. It will be. It is. Okay, hey. All right. <laughs> you guys can hear me. Great. Uh, no, but sorry. Uh, my son, who is a, a huge gamer, the internet is very, very important to him. And the fact that he doesn't lag is a huge deal. I, I mean, you guys are all gamers here. You guys know all about the, the lagging. All right. I am. I, I mean, I tapped out after Atari. Once it got past that one button, and yeah, yeah. then I was like, oh, this is too much for my brain. But uh, So you know all about the lagging. Yeah, the, there's, there's no lag. Yeah. No, it's phenomenal. And, and the coverage show throughout the house, uh, you know, the upgrade on the system. System, the speed and everything, it, it means a lot because especially when you're handling large files or media files, it, that's what you want. So, yep. uh, But it, we're more concerned today because you guys are so important in, in uh, donations and participating in the camp out. Do you have anything to, uh, to offer up today? We do. I'm going to let Jay handle that. And I just want to point out before I do that Jay started with the company as a technician and he's now our vice president. Oh, there you go. Climb the ladder, man. There you go. Yeah. No, great. Thank you. Really, before we get to the big announcement about how much was donated today, you know, I, I just want to shout out kind of how we got there. So we have opportunities for employees to make donations that Comcast MBU Foundation will match. In our retail stores, we had bins that customers could come in and drop off cans. They have uh, QR codes where our amazing customers were scanning and making donations as well. And then we had uh, bins in all of our offices where we did canned food drives and everything at all of our meetings. And I'll be remiss not to shout out our tech team out here you know they they're awesome they, they, collected, they collected food from our customers, handed out cards where customers could make donations, and then they show up today to deliver it. So really, really proud of them. Awesome. So as we look at what, what was delivered today, so we delivered more than 10,000 pounds of food today. Yeah. Wow. Collected $10,000 from our, our amazing customers from our retail stores. Wow. On top of that, we're donating $82,000 between donations from our employees, $20,000 from our regional operation, and $50,000 from our community impact team at headquarters. Whoa. Yes, and is there more? That brings our total donation to $289,000. Yeah. I love that. Wow. These guys get so into it. We love it. 
That's amazing. $289,000. Yeah, yeah. Pounds, pounds. Oh, pounds, yeah. pounds. Wow. Yeah, pounds. Yeah. I thought he said dollars. Yeah. 289,000 pounds wow. of food. That's uh, that's incredible. That is absolutely an astronomical amount of food. Thank you so much, guys. You went above and way beyond. Well, thank you for what you do. This is amazing. I know every year it gets bigger and it gets better. The crowd is always amazing. You know, I heard movie night was incredible. We were yes. over at the Wells Fargo Center celebrating our Comcast prize recipient, so I couldn't be here, but I heard your fireworks. Thank yes. you very yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. You couldn't avoid them. No, but we, we love the partnership with you guys because you always, if anything we need, you step right up and it, it means a lot to us. So, and again, anytime new tech comes out, you can float it my way. There you go. Yeah. Coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer and Jay from Comcast, give some love. 289,000 pounds of food. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right, and with that, I believe we are going to attempt uh, to play our next game. And by the way, donations are made for uh, this game that we play, the Camp Out for Hunger Games. Yes. Our friends from Thomas's always uh, make a nice, big, chunky donation when we play a Camp Out for Hunger game. So we are glad that Steve Ranazizi and Big J Okerson have agreed to do this, because that means another donation. Go I mean, on in. To a lightning quick wits yes. being put to the test yep. on this. We didn't let them know ahead of time, but in in many countries, this is used as a torture device. Mm. All right, we're going to see if we have the audio or not. Big J, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Wonderful. And Steve, can you hear me all right? Yes. You know, okay. So I noticed this when I was on the ride earlier this week, but like you can't help but swing your feet yes. when you're when you're sitting. Like everybody does it. <laughs> we have video in the tent of this happening. If you're streaming this on YouTube, you can watch both Steve and Jay as they play the game and swing their legs. Like little kids. Like little kids. All right, so here's the way the game works, guys. It's really, really simple. I have easy trivia questions to ask you. When the ride starts moving, I will begin asking questions to explain people who aren't familiar. Uh, The ride is essentially, it's a giant post that goes up 90 feet in the air. You have no idea when you reach the top. When you do reach the top, it releases and you free fall all the way down very, very quickly. On your way up, we will ask these very simple trivia questions. If you know the answer, just shout it out, and we'll give you a point if you get it correct if you answer first. And uh, the game ends once the drop happens, and whoever has the most points wins. And we hey, usually uh, do this tell twice. Us, tell us. Yep. Do we know the name of the meth addicts who built this? Yeah. <laughs> I want my family to know who to sue. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Tunnel Dennis. Tunnel yeah. Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy's name. I'm pretty sure I saw a kid die on this ride on World Star. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, if they they can hear me start the ride and as soon as you guys start moving i will start asking the questions so thumbs up you can begin now and here we go first question which famous artist painted the mona lisa oh what's his face uh dude we're so stupid next question <laughs> all it's right da vinci all, all right. right who is wiley coyote always trying to catch road, road, uh, road all right Jig J got it uh what animal is bambi a deer. Yeah, Steve got that one. Uh, next. A, pr- a stripper. <laughs> in, in what 1939 movie are there flying monkeys? Oh, uh, Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Jay got it. Uh, Tiger Woods is known for which sport? Golf. Black golf. Ran as easy as Come on now. Which planet in our solar system is the largest? Uranus. No. <laughs> It's Jupiter. All right, next question. How many signs are there in the Zodiac? 
Uh, I, I'm getting Steve got it. Now. I didn't even say anything. Oh, no. Jay got it. Jay got, got it. it. <laughs> I feel like we're getting close, Jay. What is New York City also referred to the as? Big Apple. Yes. Steve got that one. Yep. Go, guys! <laughs> okay. Time's up. <laughs> uh, I made the face for sure. I knew it. <laughs> I had the, yeah. I, had, I made the face. And I had that nervous, I'm, I'm getting close feeling. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you can hear it in your voice. Yeah. And it, Big Apple. The answer is Da Vinci. <laughs> Wait. All right. So far, it's three to three. We have a tie game. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they're going to reset the machine. Wait, what? It, what? It, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, we're, we're doing it again. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Can I just ask how many how many times you have planned to do this? We do an even dozen. Well, oh, we'll oh. Baker's dozen. <laughs> we'll keep going until we get a winner. No oh. more ties. All right, so as soon as the machine starts moving, I will ask the questions again, but it takes a second. They have to reset, rehook up the awesome. drop mechanism. Awesome. Awesome. A reminder that Big J is playing Live Casino and uh, uh, Helium Comedy Club for Steve. Here we go. Here's your next question. Question. Where does the Nathan's hot dog eating contest take Tony place? Island. That is correct. That's uh, Jay. Big J. Uh, what was the basketball team that Kobe Bryant played on? Lakers. Yep, Steve got it. Uh, which fast food restaurant is known for Big Macs? McDonald's. McDonald's. Ty. Uh, Ty. Which singer sings a song called What a Wonderful World? Louis Armstrong. Uh, yeah, Big yeah. J. Oh. Uh, what is the legend of New Jersey's Pine Barrens? Jersey Devil. Oh, yes. Hey. Hey. I was going to say Sopranos. Hoop. <laughs> oh, we're getting close. Who founded Microsoft? Bill Gates. Yeah, Steve got it. Uh, next up, uh, what plant is known to help heal a sunburn? Aloe. Aloe. Yes. Uh, what are the three primary colors? Oh, Jay. Red, red white, green. green red, nope. Roy B. Jiv. Roy, red, nope. yellow, green, biv. Red, yellow, and blue. Blue. What oh, was God. The, what was Bruce Banner exposed to? Oh, that- no, God! Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, Jay. <laughs> yeah, all right! That's it! I did it! Okay! All right now. He's trying to get off his heart. It looks it? like our winner by, by one point is Big Jay He's just glad it's over. (laughs) So happy there was a winner. How do you get this goddamn thing off? Yeah. (laughs) You guys are troopers, man. Thank you again, Steve and Big J, for being a part of this. We love you guys. So, uh, like we said earlier, uh, Steve is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, and uh, tomorrow night you can ke- catch Big J at uh, Live Casino Hotel. Two, two sensational options. Yes, absolutely, and two great guys to go see. So, all right, I think we're good. Uh, we still have more to come. Ladies and gentlemen, backstage right now, Daughtry is here. Yes! Super nice guy. Yeah, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to get some new music from him on the air, and then we're going to talk to him. Drop Dead Sexy on MMR. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve every morning. Pierre Robert during the middle of the day. Brent Porsche every afternoon. Surprise appearances from Jackie Bam Bam. And a circus all week. And all for a good cause. Collecting food donations for Phil Abundance. Plan your visit to Camp Out for Hunger at WMMR.com slash camp out. 
And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Excellent. All right, so we have a few things left to do for the day. We're going to bring out a guest here in just a moment or two. And, yeah, you're running out of time to get here and make a donation. But there is a little bit of time left if you would like to do that. So it's beautiful outside. Get outside. Come on over. It's fantastic. So we'll be t- taking donations up till about, like, 1030, maybe 11. We'll see about that. Uh, but we need to get, I think it's our final look at traffic, Kath. Yes, and this traffic report is brought to you by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover, Discover Bank member FDIC. Route 31 uh, in Mercer County between Parkway Avenue and Parkside Avenue. We've got a closure here. This is an accident, a down pole and down traffic signal. 55 northbound, heavy from Deptford to the 42 freeway. 42, uh, both directions at Route 1. 30, there's left lane construction to watch out for. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound. We still have some volume from Montgomery into the Vine westbound. Mayor Avenue to South Street. Commodore Barry Bridge eastbound. There's right lane construction. Expect jam traffic there. Also east on the Walt Whitman Bridge. We've got the right lane closed. And then one final thank you to uh, some of our sponsors who have helped us at Camp Out. Heart Fueling Services, Pepsi, Five Below, the Royal Group Mid-Atlantic, Cash Cow Vending, Planet Fitness, Regency Furniture, Phil Abundance, and all of the Camp Out volunteers who helped us this year and that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR oh you did it cross that finish line you're a soldier I'm a little little soldier (laughs) a little soldier a uh, couple couple things uh, quickly before we bring out our next guest. But um, do you guys, if you're a longtime listener of the Preston Steve Show, do you remember a thing we used to do called toddler theater way back in the day? All right. I'd like to show you the two toddlers that used to do toddler theater. My sons, Parker and Carter, are right over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Come on up. Yeah, this is them right there. These are the These are the toddlers. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, Dad. How you doing, buddy? Oh, we're doing good. Excellent. How you doing, Parker? Good. Excellent. Uh, I didn't even know you guys were coming down here today. Yeah, we wanted to surprise you, so. Uh, I love you guys. Love you too, Dad. All right. Thank you for being here. Rock on. All right. Toddler Theater. There you go. And the blood. In the blood. The bullets in the blood. We should do fully functional adult men theater. Yeah, we probably should. Oh, well, we have something we might do, right? Uh, we might. We'll see about that. Uh, by the way, real quick, we're going we're gonna to forego the bizarre file for now, so I want to thank our sponsor, the iconic Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. Yes. Giuseppe, the owner, is in the house, by the way. Uh, Philadelphia staple locations in Westchester in Xfinity Live, a live casino and hotel Philadelphia. You can visit Lorenzo'sWestchester.com. By the way, a lot of people don't know this entire tent is resting on a, a Lorenzo's pizza. <laughs> yes, it's the it's the actual base yeah. of this event. Uh, so we just played the brand new song from our next guest. He's going to be performing uh, at Ocean's Casino Resort tonight and tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. It's a show called Chicago and Friends. He's 
one of the friends, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Daughtry is here. We have an actual rock star in our midst. There we go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How you I, doing? I've called people rock star a couple times this week. This is the legit thing. It's nice to see you, man. Thanks for you being as here. as well. Thank you. I was just watching a clip of you on Family Guy the other day. <laughs> uh, and that is so wild. Which is awesome. Thank uh, you. Thank it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we're, when they approach you to do something like that, are you like, yeah, I'll do it. Absolutely. Or So, so um, a, a few years ago. Like maybe ten years ago, I met uh, Seth MacFarlane at like Comic Con or something, and I remember going up to him and being like, "Dude, I think you're a genius. It would be amazing if you made fun of me." <laughs> yes. And um, you know, never heard anything from it. And then a couple years later, <laughs> started seeing me pop up on the show. People would be like, "Oh my god, did you know about this?" And so we were like, "Hey, um, we would. I would love to like." voice myself if you ever do that again they were like well how about you just do a cameo for uh for lois an actual live action cameo yeah and yeah. um <laughs> i wanted it to look as douchey as possible <laughs> <laughs> no it's cool so you're in a hot tub yeah. with your shirt off i was like you're going in the hot tub and doing it shirtless and, and then yeah it just uh, it was a lot of fun that's yeah. awesome man i love it is is acting something that uh may pique your interest oh yeah oh, okay yeah. Well, I've always been a, a that that was actually what I wanted to do uh, before I found music. I wanted to be the next Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, really? Do you have any martial arts skills? I do. Do you? Um, but I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a good imitator. Okay, uh, that's all you need to be. Can you do a split? I used to be able to do splits. Okay. Wow. Uh, I did. I did. Uh, I did a little capoeira back in the day. Oh, that's I, martial arts. That's yeah. really cool. Has there ever been a uh, a martial arts movie? Hero who practiced that as a discipline? I don't know. Uh, you, you, that's your name. Mark Mark, Mark Dacascus, uh, huh. did Yeah. All right. Uh, not, so, <laughs> you're like, nope. No, I, think right. so, I think it's still up for grabs. Yeah. <laughs> so when did when did music enter your life and and more than just a you know a hobby singing to the radio or whatever? When when did it? Start oh yeah, to... I was gonna say it was like it was always like singing along to the radio. But yeah. I think like 16, 17, okay. like, when I was like, I think I really want to do this. Yeah. Did you meet some some guys at school and, and or yeah, guys and gals? Buddy and buddy in school played guitar and I, you know I grew up around guitar my whole life. My dad played, but I just didn't really care. Yeah. And then um, you know my. My buddy in high school, I, I think he was playing like "Fell on Black Days" or something, and I was like, "Ooh, that's my jam!" Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and, and just one thing led to another. He showed me some chords. I started, you know, writing songs and kind of got the bug. It's, it's a wild thing because, as, uh, you know, reading about you and reading some interviews with you, and the American Idol thing was huge, obviously. And you were, you have a very interesting take on. You have this massive wave of support. It's like you're kind of, uh, you're kind of figuring, great. If I get some exposure, maybe more people. People show up at gigs, yeah. and here it goes. And before you know it, you're on this runaway train. Yeah, T take us yeah. back to that time and what it was like and what you were anticipating. Does anybody really care? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, sixteen years later. Yeah, um, it was it was it was just that I wanted to. Um, 
that was as forward thinking as, as, as I was, you know, uh, at the time I was like, I, I just want to get more gigs regionally or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that makes total sense. Like, I, at yeah. the time, I, you know, I, I felt like I couldn't get a gig to save my life. So I would, I would, you know, I'd be begging these bars to like book me. And, um, and they were like, do you play three hours worth of covers? And I was like, no. I was like, cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm like, well, if people know who I am, then maybe, maybe I can get more gigs in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah. And, um, you know, things obviously, you know, went way better than that. So. Right, right, right. I mean, you're, uh, I believe your the debut album, uh, 2007, was the fastest selling rock debut album in history. Is that. That still sounds like BS to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. But well, I'll, it's on I'll, the internet. It must be true. But I'll take it. Yeah. it it's in sound scan history. So I don't know when they started oh, tracking. Right. It All couldn't right. have been too long ago. Wow. <laughs> I forgot so, about sound scan. Yeah. You had the, uh, so obviously, you know, the, 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 the new song and always you're generating new material. We love the, uh, the Lizzie Hale. Um, yeah. That was fun, right? That was, that was, that was a blast. It was a yeah. blast. Yeah. Yeah. Covering a journey song. You have to have, I mean, who, who's in a massive fan? of journey uh, is it always weird taking on um, taking on a song like that and finding the sweet spot so that you're doing it you're doing a tribute but you're making it your own as well yeah it was pretty intimidating because I mean you, you any anytime you tackle someone as legendary as you know Steve Perry or or anyone with that iconic of a voice you're you're subjecting yourself to be you know raked over the coals and and you know shoot yourself in the foot because you're instantly compared to someone that you just you, you probably will never live up to so uh, the fact that, that it was received as well as it was um, was was a huge relief um, and uh, you know I was, I was a little terrified to, to you know because you know Journey fans are Loyal. They're very, they're Loyal. very territorial yeah. about their journey. Sure. And um, and so when it did as well as it did, I was, it was, it was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is, it, it is trying to find that sweet spot where you're doing, you're doing the song justice, but at the same time, you're not trying to mimic or 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 duplicate what was already there. You know, it's interesting it's about uh, about duets. Uh, you know, being with Lizzie, uh, is sometimes those look good on paper, and then you get you find out mm, maybe this doesn't quite work. Absolutely, you know, absolutely, yeah. Especially when you have two two vocalists that 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 belt, and you know, it, yeah, it could easily have been like one competing for the other. And we, I remember both of us looking at each other, going, "This works so yeah. good." Uh. Because um, she's she's a force. Yes, yeah, she really is. Uh, she's an incredible human being, an incredible uh, force of nature in the in the vocal booth on stage. Uh, I, I was very honored that that she wanted to be a part of it, and um, I just remember just watching in in awe. She's 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 in, so, one of the most, if not the greatest, female rock vocalist out there right now. And she's super cool, yeah. amazing, yeah. super cool. Yeah. So the the rumor was that Separate Ways was not the original. You might have gone in a different direction. What song? I told Preston about this. He busted yeah. out laughing. What song were you originally considering doing? It was kind of halfway. We were halfway joking about it, but there was there was a moment where we we're like, "Ooh, this could be kind of interesting." It was Final Countdown. <laughs> we were thinking. We were thinking like we want to do something with cool scents, and yeah. then we can make it kind of heavy or whatever. And then all I could think of is. 
like a karate montage. Or something. <laughs> Which that, that would have been the yeah. chance to show my martial arts skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe another time, um, another dimension. <laughs> what do you uh, what what approach do you take when you're when you're getting ready to create new music? When you're when you're gonna uh, you know bring a new chapter of your life musically into the world? Is it gut? Is it uh, intent or a little bit of both? You know, how does that work for you personally? Because everybody's got their way of doing it. Yeah, I think every record's been different, but but this one that is currently being worked on is it's gut, it's intent, it's um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot going on or has gone on that that is is fuel for inspiration, and uh, it's probably the most personal stuff I've ever written, okay. um, and. I'm probably the most excited about it that I've ever been about a project. That's cool. That's yeah. great. Uh, you got to play the Royal Albert Hall, which has got to be, I mean, you know, anyone who's ever gone or seen yeah. it. I mean, it's as storied as you can get. I mean, you're a seasoned professional, obviously, at this time. But are there venues that can kind of get inside your head a little bit? Yeah, you know, that one was one I tried not to overthink it because it, it is intimidating. And, you know, you, you pull into the, to the uh, you know, the parking garage area, the artist entrance, and the whole wall is covered with everyone you'll never be. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Led yeah. Zeppelin, the Beatles, and you're like, oh, this is no big deal. Um, <laughs> just, just act normal. And uh, it was sold out, and it was it was a bit of a fever dream because I'm I'm standing on stage, and you can't really you can't really see the the scope of this venue until you see everyone's pictures of the show, and you're like, oh my god, this yeah. is insane. I'm so glad that you know I didn't let that like get in my head because. You know, you see the big pipe organs behind you and these crazy cool lights. And um, it was it was a phenomenal experience, but it was almost like it also didn't really feel real. And and then, of course, we we surprised everybody by bringing Lizzie out. Mm. She she agreed to, to she just happened to be available uh, to come hang out with us in London. And, and we performed uh, the first and only time uh together separate ways and the crowd was nuts yeah it's it's, it's very cool it's amazing I, I wanted to ask you because i saw a performance i remember at the be- you know this is years ago you know past american idol and i'm like oh this okay and this guy seems you know talented and it was of all things it was a tyler perry production it was like a um uh, like a live musical this this thing you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah 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 and it was it was um it was done in real time and it it was an amazing performance, and I'm like, uh, first off, that guy. I don't assume anyone would say no to him. He's such a juggernaut. But how did you how did you come to get involved with that? Because I, I mean, that to me and your performance in particular, yeah. just just really was emotional. It was Thank amazing. You. Thank you. It was somebody at Fox. I, I'm not exactly sure. Someone got a hold of my agent and asked if I was be interested. And I'm not typically interested in doing musicals, um, but it felt more serious and and. It was Judas, so it, it, that felt that felt on brand, and, uh, and so uh, yeah, so it, it seemed interesting to me. Um, but uh, yeah, typically musicals are not not something I'm interested in. 
Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Chris Daughtry is joining us. He's playing uh, Ocean's Casino Resort uh, tonight and tomorrow night. It's a Chicago and Friends show. But real quick, before I ask a question about that, I just I'm keeping an eye on our text messages, and I just want to pass this along to you because it's it's written very well. It says, "I'm a straight married man, and his voice makes me tingle in my swimsuit places." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a straight married man, and I just watched the video for Artificial, and I I don't know if there is another musician out there who is in better shape than you are. <laughs> ah. the, all right, maybe the lead singer from Kaleo. Uh, that guy's actually pr- in pretty good shape. But, like, so for this video in particular, I, I, clearly you um, you take care of yourself. But, like, for this video, like, how hard did you have to work in order to get into shape for this particular video? I just pretty much ate, like, drywall. and. <laughs> yeah. um, so you cut weight with drywall. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Steve, Steve is always, we're, we're talking about, you know, we're, and, we're, and, and dry coffee grounds. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're Marvel fans, and so when these guys, when Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans, all these guys get ready for these roles, uh, Steve, who's done a, a bit of a physical exercise in his <laughs> life, is like, you have no idea how these guys are treating their bodies to get ready for yeah. these moments. Yeah. It's pretty tough. No, you know, uh, honestly, I, I, I didn't, uh, it, it wasn't that. I've, I've seen some of those regimens, and it, it wasn't that bad, because I, I kind of live my life that way, so it, it wasn't, okay. it wasn't, um, it wasn't as, like, I mean, it, the first, I guess two weeks before the shoot, I was a little more militant on my diet than uh, than typical. And I assume uh, you have a top-notch. There, no, there was no cheat days yeah, in right. those two weeks. You have a usually, top-notch drywall guy. So. Yeah. Usually, there's, like, one day a week where I just go ham, and that was last <laughs> night at the tool at the tool show in the, in the suite, eating, like, all the cookies. <laughs> and, uh, Chris, I want to I ask you about the tool show, because Maynard is um, a mercurial. He kind of size, you know, he doesn't really engage with the audience. He doesn't even really talk or uh, yeah. you don't see him very much. You're very different in your approach. Um, it, it, uh, when you started doing shows, who, who inspired you to be the showman that you are? And, and um, uh, the second part of that question is, what was like, uh, what rock show have you attended that might surprise us or surprise the audience? Well, Tool was certainly uh, one of the bands that I looked up to uh, as a kid. I'd never seen, last night was my first time seeing them, so... Um, yeah, yeah, yes. We got a lot of Tool fans here. And, and, and it was, it was uh, you know... I didn't hear half the songs I wanted to hear. Yeah. And it was still incredible. It was phenomenal. Uh, Maynard sounded uh, perfect. Um, and, and I envy, you know, the mysterious front men that don't speak much. Okay. You know, uh, I feel like I have to, to say more for whatever reason. Um, but but the, the show that I saw as a kid that made me... Um, want to do this for a living it was live Secret Samadhi 1996 wow no kidding okay where was that show that was in uh, Richmond Virginia Mm. Yeah, Live's, yeah. Uh, Live Act has actually been at this event and, and performed here for our, our Camp Out for Hunger before. They're, you know, they're from uh, this yeah. general York, area in Pennsylvania, York. yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're, yeah, and Ed, great dynamic front man, very, very yes. animated. Yes, very much. Yeah, so that's cool. I could see that, that was, being an inspiration. That was, that was a huge inspiration for me. Well, I do want to thank you for getting here this morning because you were at the show last night um, and, uh, and you got up early this morning. But you also, you have a guitar uh, that you brought with you. With you, this, I believe it's autographed. Is it not? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Uh, we're going to bring that out on stage uh, for people to see. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, Les Paul. Oh, wow. Uh, that Chris has autographed, and we're going to be able to... You're, you're gifting this to I'm us? giving it to you guys. Okay, you guys. and we are going to auction this off for oh. Camp Out for Hunger. That's amazing. Take a look at this instrument. Look how stunning that is. Is a Les Paul your guitar choice, Chris? It, it, it was definitely my first love, like the guitar that I wanted, yeah. um, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't play them a lot live, but um, but yeah, it, yeah. I, it's, it is my favorite. It's a beautiful guitar. So we're going to, uh, when we're done, we're going to get this in. We're going to auction this off and add the proceeds to uh, Camp Out for Hunger. So we just wanted to, you guys to get a, a good look at this uh, beautiful instrument. And we thank Chris for being so yeah. generous as to get this to us. For the whole thing, so we'll uh, we'll get details on how you can bid on that. We'll probably put it up on an auction site and uh, and do that. Uh, you are playing with uh, Chicago. Are you gonna have Have you uh, played with them before? Is this the first time ever doing this type the first of thing? First time. We we rehearsed yesterday, um, and uh, man, their songs are hard. Yeah, <laughs> they're great. They're so great. There's so much going on. The the, mus- the musicianship and and the the vocal acrobatics that are happening in those songs are. Are, uh, are pretty incredible. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Steve Vai is is playing in, on one of the songs that I'm on, so that was that was pretty cool to look over. And he's just over there suiting up and noodling, and I'm like, this is really surreal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just uh, he's an insane uh, level of musicianship. Yeah, I think yep. he's an alien. I think I actually saw him come in on a spaceship. <laughs> Possibly, I'm pretty sure. Wow, and uh, just kind of beamed down. down on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, are, are you playing uh, a number of songs? Are you singing a number of songs, or one or two? Or yeah, I'm, I'm doing three. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I'm able to speak on which ones. Okay. Um, just because it's it's not my gig. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Still cool. Yeah. Nice. What about a uh, a tour in support of new music? You, Chris Daughtry, hitting the road. What's the story on that? The story is uh, it is happening. Okay. Um, we're looking at 2024. I don't have um, anything confirmed. That I can announce yet, but it's exciting. Okay, it's very exciting. But we are doing three shows on the on the Creed tour um, that that has been announced. So okay. don't forget about Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yes. yes, all right, yes. <laughs> never. never. By the way, I want to point out she's been sitting here this whole morning and she's holding a sign saying "Daughtry is my birthday." Happy ah. birthday! Yeah, nice. Yeah. You, you've got a lot of great fans here. We've, Thank you guys so much. We've had... Uh, Sorry y'all have been looking at the back of my head over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got you up on the screen there. No, there was, uh, there was a lot of excitement when we were able to, to say that uh, that you were coming down here. Every time we mentioned it, we got an audible reaction from the crowd. So, people, you've got a lot Thank of fans you. here Thank in you. Philadelphia. Uh, so, the show is <laughs> Resort Casino Oceans Casino Resort tonight and tomorrow, 8 o'clock. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. And uh, Dodger is going to be joining Chicago and Steve I and Robin Thicke and a bunch of other music as well should yeah. be a lot of fun dude thank you for the guitar and thank, thank you. you for the visit we appreciate and it and congratulations on all the great work you guys are doing thank, thank you, you for having me chris daughtry everybody thank you. Very cool. we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back in just a moment with a little bit more of the camp out for hunger on 93.3 wmmr Camp 
out for hunger. Where do I park? What hours can I come by? Any other condo rides free? Can I donate online? You've got questions. We've got all the answers. WMMR.com slash campout for everything you want to know and more. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Preston and Steve Show live at the Camp Out for Hunger, our final day for 2023. Sexy, our house band. I want to mention this again. Uh, we said it earlier in the show, but the long-haired guy right here. This is Scott's last time at our Camp Out for Hunger. He's leaving the band. But Drop Dead Sexy has a few more gigs coming up. His last one's going to be on New Year's Eve. So make sure that you join these guys. All their details available at dropdeadsexy.com. And you can see them on Instagram at DDS Band, by the way. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention this hour. Sponsored by Subaru, more than a car company. So they're our hourly spotlight. And, uh, Kath, were we able to get this picture that we wanted to see? I think so. I think they got either a picture or a video. Okay, so I want you guys to watch up on the screen here if we can because uh, there's something we want to show in studio. Right now we're looking at a black blank screen. It's powerful. It's, you know, it's abstract. Talks about the empty. Guys, what do you think about this? Yeah, um, but we are we're, we asked for an image uh, to be shown up here on the screen. This is when you were in that cave, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, remember that? Yeah, that was great. Alright, well, that's not going to work, yeah, obviously. That's, that's not happening. What, but, what, I what about that, that? I loved every second of it. What about that, that hood that you have. Yeah, I got it. Okay, do you guys remember, uh, and uh, see if we can get video in tight on this. I don't know. Do you remember uh, this kid right here at the Eagles game? Yes. This is him sitting right next to Kathy. That's James. Yeah. <laughs> so the... Scream like you're at the Eagles game. Yeah. It's so... Let's go. Let's go. You remember the slow motion video of the kid going absolutely crazy at the uh, at the Eagles game. Oh, that's Kathy's nephew, by the way. This yeah. is my nephew, James. He went to the Eagles game with my brother, Jim. And before they left the Eagles game, that video went viral. Yeah, it did. <laughs> how, how you doing, James? Good. Excellent, buddy. And you came on the radio with us just a couple days after that, too. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Are you even more famous now? Uh, no. <laughs> 
How long before you marry a Kardashian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. What was it like with all those people knowing who you were? It was cool. All right, I can imagine. So, where do you go to school, by the way, buddy? Ridge Park. All right, why aren't you there today? I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we found the video. <laughs> that was at the Eagles game. He's screaming, let's go. <laughs> Listen, James, did did that hurt when you yelled that loud? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Preston, it, it blew out a tooth. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it, James, have you ever started an Eagles chant before where everybody gets to spell the name Eagles? Yes. You want to start one right here with all these people in this tent? E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Yeah. Nicely done, buddy. That's like... All right, James, thanks for coming to the camp out for hunger, buddy, all right? Thank you. All right, we'll see you, bud. Oh, my goodness. Quite a well-mannered young man. On Sundays, he turns into a lunatic, but on... Dude, I, I thought for Way sure when I asked him... Awesome. I, I thought for sure when I asked him if that would hurt, he was going to go, no. He's like, yeah. yes. Yeah, it hurts. Yes, yeah. it hurt a lot. I have to have surgery. <laughs> uh, Casey, real quick, should we do... I know we have a lesson question, trash, music news... <laughs> I'm sorry. He's got his lips off. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yes. <laughs> you know that? That's Chloe. That's clearly. <laughs> that's one of the real housewives. Uh, I'm delirious. <laughs> uh, he has giant lips on uh, right now. Oh, have a, have a piece of Lorenzo. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. How, how is that? It's really good. It's really delicious? It's hard to keep inside your mouth, though. Yeah, I know, but you can't... <laughs> wow, man, that is horrifying. But you can't help it because it's so tasty. Uh-huh. Yeah, hey, okay. Kathy, Kathy. I, it's gross. Yeah. I don't want to... No. <laughs> I don't want to be part of it. It's right. nothing you haven't seen if you're a gynecologist. Oh, my God. All right, we should probably do... Our lesson question, our trash and music news, and then we're going to have another guest on. What? No, no, oh, it's just a, for a minute. Just oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I said for a minute. For lesson question, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Burt Kreischer, the Tops Off World Tour, uh, Wednesday, November 29th at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, let me see. I did not get a chance to take a look. I like the at fourth this. one. All right, I do too. Um, all right, what Philadelphia native is the best and brightest expert when it comes to stadium tunnels? Jeez. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What Philadelphia native is the best and brightest expert when it comes to stadium tunnels? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
All right, it's brought to you by Deets and Watson. Whether you are craving smoky, spicy, or sweet, Deets and Watson has what you need to create the perfect sandwich. Deets and Watson, it's family thing, premium meats and artisan cheeses since 1939. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, softcore OnlyFans model Sammy Sheen showing off a new boob job to her paying customers yesterday. Love the new rack, wrote longtime subscriber and dad Charlie Sheen. Disneyland dealing with a third in-park suicide in just a month after a man left to his death from the Pixar Palace parking garage. Fearing massive lawsuits for false advertising, Disneyland has eliminated one word from their slogan and are now calling it the place on earth. The place. And finally, Jada Pinkett Smith responding to allegations that Will Smith is a closeted homosexual saying she, quote, never saw Will with no man ever. Said Jada, quote, banging other men is my job. And that's your Hollywood track. Uh, all right. We will indeed see if someone knows the answer to this. What Philadelphia native is the best and brightest expert when it comes to stadium tunnels? And I will go to our first caller in. Let me click on this. We'll see what we get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hear the feedback. That means they're here. Jane, where are you? Where are you, Jane? Where is Jane? Jane's Jane, on the phone. Jane is this man right over here. Yeah. No, no. Jane's this gal right over here. Hey. Hey. Hi, guys. Hey. We know her. Jane, what is the answer? The answer is Tunnel Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> she brought the answer with, with her. her. That's a first. I love it. All right, congratulations, Jane. Stay on the line. We'll get your information, and we are going to set you up with tickets to see Bert Kreischer Tops Off World Tour Wednesday, November 29th at the Wells Fargo Center. And some tickets remain via Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. We'll get a look at music news now. Jason, please. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. To you by the American Red Cross Proud Supporter Camp Out for Hunger. Make a difference in the lives of others. Give blood through the American Red Cross to help hospital patients. You can visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Uh, just a couple of quick stories for you. Gene Simmons has uh, shared that he is open to KISS continuing on with, <laughs> with four new members. Uh, oh, all right. Yep. As Le- long as one of them is me. Uh, the legendary rock group will be ending their careers next month with the finale of their End of the Road tour. Simmons told Rolling Stone, you want to go out while you're on top, and remember, we introduce ourselves with, you wanted the best, you got the best, the hottest mofo band on the planet, Kiss. Here's the new lineup, Ronaldo. Oh, no, 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 no. Debbie. Oh, no. And at some Cal. point... Um, Jessup. Jebediah. At some Lonnie. point... Lonnie. He said at some point... Donnie. There are a lot of Lonnie's. <laughs> At some point, uh, those words words are not going to mean very much when I'm in my rocket-propelled wheelchair with a hot nurse pushing me around, he said. When asked if he'd let other musicians keep the KISS name going, he said, I'm totally open to that idea. Why not pass the baton, pass the crown to four new young people who are deserving? So, you never know. I, I, I'd be curious to see how that would play out. Because they, they license all of the uh, tribute bands. Yes. Uh, following their final show, the rock group group is set to have a biopic on Netflix premiering in 2024. 
Uh, the noise here in the background is our friends from Subaru are throwing a lot of things out into the audience as we speak. Yeah, actually, they're, they're broken glass bottles. Yes, so watch your step. And people are screaming. Uh, Joe Satriani has revealed that playing Eddie Van Halen's guitar parts are frightening. I recently told Forbes, you can't fill them. You can put them on, but you can't fill them. You have to respect the genius of the architecture of his guitar parts and how he built the song and you've got to get in there and just enjoy what he's building because he would weave in and out of his original composition every time he played it live and bring new amazing little nuggets to every little section. This cat really knows how to play guitar. That's Joe Satriani. Uh, And he added, it is really frightening because I don't play like Eddie and I've had to learn uh, to anticipate all his quirky accents where he likes to push things and turn things upside down just when you think they're going to go left, they go right or up or down. So it's latest news. Let's get on to the latest rock. <laughs> latest rock. <laughs> I am feeling good, and I hope you are, too. Preston, you hungry? What am I talking about? <laughs> I am talking about the need to eat pizza. pizza. All right, one last story. All right, stop throwing stuff, goddammit. <laughs> Doing a segment Don't over here. yell at them. Do I you know. know what they brought with them? It's in jest. <laughs> I told them they could start a small fire if they wanted to. <laughs> Alright, uh, last story, and then we will have our friends from Subaru up here. Out now is the Living Beatles Legend, the untold story of Mal Evans by Beatles scholar Kenneth Womack, written with the full participation of Evans' family. It's the first in-depth look at the life of an indispensable part of the Beatles' history. Evans started out as one of the band's roadies and went on to become a confidant as well as a contributor to their music. He actually played the anvil on Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Really? He played the tambourine on Dear Prudence, trumpet on Helter Skelter, and more and offered lyrics for several song suggestions. Evans is particularly visible in Peter Jackson's Get Back docuseries and later worked privately for Paul McCartney. You'd recognize him. He's very tall. He has glasses. Yeah. And he's just kind of a, a constant figure uh, in that movie. Uh, he was recruited for the project. Womack was recruited for the project by Evans' son, Gary Evans, on the recommendation of Simon Weitzman, who has been working on a documentary about Evans. I think that'd be pretty cool. A little uh, piece of Beatle history to check out. All right, that's it. That's all I have in music news for you. And yeah, yes. All right. They are a constant at this event and have been for a long time. And we're always excited and interested and just very, very much appreciative of everything that they do. And we would like to welcome someone to our microphone who's been up here many, many times. He is the vice president of the Eastern Region of Subaru of America, Mr. Matt. Richard. Yo, buddy. Did you shave your knuckles for no, this event? No. no. I let him go just for Kathy. I, Kathy, I was hoping to get a hand kiss from you. This yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, did, I, yeah, I just rubbed the hair on your hands. <laughs> Kathy, just, Kathy yeah. loves to kiss people's hands and suck on I mean, their fingers. <laughs> no, there was a, listen, real quick story. There was, oh, this is great. There was a guy last night. He was wearing a tank top, and he was coming over to get a picture with Kathy, and he starts to put his arm up, and she kind of, like... I look. I 
I looked directly at his hairy, sweaty armpit, and he busted me. He, he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You hate that. All right, we could just take a picture standing. And I couldn't even, like, deny it. I just looked at him. I was like, yep. I was like, cool. Thanks for, for putting your arm down. We'll just take so a picture funny. now. He, he, was, he was so good. He was great. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so don't worry. Your hairy knuckles are nothing. That, that's nothing. <laughs> through. Right on. Uh, nice to see you, as always, Matt. Great to be here. This is, aside from my wedding anniversary and my daughter's birthday, this is my favorite day of Aww. the year. We love being a camp out for hunger, don't we? Let's hear it. I love it. And by the way, we were hoping that maybe Finley, your daughter, who we have known now from all the promos that she does yeah. on our radio station, was going to be here this morning. Well, you know what? I really wanted to bring her down here, but she is dedicated to going to school. I can't I, what's that? So, What the hell is we, that about? I know, right? <laughs> we will definitely get her down here one of these years, so you can count on that. She'd love to be a part of it, and uh, she enjoys doing the spots for sure, and awesome. it's making a difference, I think. Yep. So, before you reveal what, you know, you know uh, we're going to hear things, I know, but uh, again, it cannot be overstated how important you and the folks at Subaru have been, and I know you're going to um, demure from the praise, but it is true. Uh, there was a quantum shift forward in the productivity of the Camp Out for Hunger when Subaru and you uh, and all the, your co-workers became a part of it, because again, it's always been mission one to get back to the community, and we're glad you chose this vessel to do that. Well, I appreciate your comments, Steve. I can tell you right now, Subaru is always talk the talk, but we also walk the walk, and giving back to our communities is something we believe in so wholeheartedly, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. But this is a partnership, right? This is a, It takes a huge team, and I am grateful to work with the greatest team in the automotive business, if not in all of business. Uh, so many people to thank that I will get to in a little bit, but everyone steps up at Subaru of America, our, all of our SOA colleagues. I wish I could name all 1,200 of them by name, but we don't have that kind of time. But they think outside the box. They do things like, uh, organized by uh, Jason Russo and Molly Moran, they do things like the employee tailgater that we have. Yeah. It was a couple of weeks ago. You guys brought a DJ out. We had food trucks. All the colleagues from Subaru of America bringing a bunch of food for that. But we're focused on this because we know that we want to help out the greater Delaware Valley, but also shout out to WMMR because over the years we've expanded, exactly, over the years you've expanded the prizes and this year we got together, we collaborated and said, what about doing a fourth prize right. where you'll just draw companies out of a hat that didn't get one of the top three prizes and invite them into the studio for a live listen and get a chance to talk about their company. That's a huge win. That's a big deal. And I've been listening all week. Corporate donations are up. Individual yeah. donations are up. Thank you to everyone out there who has donated. No matter the size of the donation, it makes a huge difference. Phil Abundance, you've heard this before. Phil Abundance, they're terrific partners. They feed around 140,000 families every week. Every week through all of their 300 distributor partners around the greater Delaware Valley. That's twice the, what the link will hold. Your donations make a huge difference. We can't thank you enough for that. Absolutely. So, uh, by the way, real quick, yesterday was a huge day for Super of America. If I can talk about a couple things real fast. Yeah. First off, we debuted out in Los Angeles Auto Show our all-new 25-model-year Force that's going to go on sale next spring. All-new redesign, full model change. It's fantastic. Head to Subaru.com to check out the all-new 25-model-year Forester. But, But if you're in a hurry for a car right now, We've got them for you. 24 mile year Forester is just as fantastic. And, and why it makes a difference now is because last or yesterday, we also launched 
our annual, our 16th annual, Share the Love event. Uh, and I, to rem- hence the shirt. So yeah. to, and to remind everybody what that means is if you go to your local Subaru retailer anywhere in the country, especially right here in the Delaware Valley, we will donate $250 from Subaru of America and at least $50 from the retailer, if not more, some choose to do more, to a charity of your choice. There's one of four national charities, ASPCA, Meals on Wheels, Make-A-Wish, and National Parks Foundation, or we our retailers have chosen local charities, hometown charities, including Phil Abundance. Awesome. We have 2,100 local charities around the country that we donate to, and after this Share the Love event is over, we will have donated since inception 16 years ago $285 million to those charities, including charities right here in Philadelphia. $285 million. It's, it's something that this event is something that's uniquely Subaru, while other car companies are screaming deals this time of year. We, along with our customers, give back. Yep. And it's something uniquely Subaru and makes us way more than a car company, which is something we want to strive to be on a regular basis. You got the mic. What do you, what do you want to tell us? Well, I got a big announcement to make. Do we have, do we have confetti loaded up? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, in fact, we, yeah, we, get away so, from there, bud. Yeah, we before that, I again want to thank all of our okay. Super of America colleagues. I want to thank Molly Moran. Molly, come up here because you're going to show off the, the big giant check here in a second. Uh, Jason Russo, Jim Keebler, uh, Dr. J, Brandon Marcus, the whole team. You guys are awesome. I can't thank you enough for all the things you do to support us and make this happen. Molly, where are Oh, there you are. Hi. <laughs> this, this is Molly Moran. Uh, she works for us in the Philadelphia hey, Zone in marketing. Hi. Hi, Molly. <laughs> she does a terrific job for us, as all of our colleagues do. So, uh, also, special thanks at worst Christine from Phil Abundance. Phil Abundance, you are the best partners, Phil Abundance. Yeah. We cannot thank you enough for all you do as well in, in uh, making all this come to life. So, uh, last year, we donated uh, a strong amount of 564,000 pounds. But as everything starts to recover and things are coming back, and we can't thank our local retailers enough here in the greater Delaware Valley and our customers, uh, it was time to step it up a little bit this year. So on behalf of all of our Super of America colleagues back at SOA, I know you're listening. Thank you so much. It's an honor for me to represent this great family. It's really a privilege. I appreciate it so much. On behalf of all of them, our retailers, everybody, our customers, this year we are thrilled and pleased to announce we're going to donate over 670,000 pounds of food. Oh, holy crap. That is a sizable increase. That is. That's massive. That's that's way beyond. Wow. That's uh it's insane. For those keeping score at home, that's uh 16 full semis. That's 336 tons. That's two and a half million pounds just in the last four years alone. Jesus. Going right here to those who need it the most in this area, and we are proud to be able to do that. Oh, my. That's unbelievable. Matt Ritter, Subaru of America. Those numbers are astounding. That is... That you guys went way high. Yeah, that is a huge increase. Well, when you when you talk to Philip Mundins, uh, and they're so, again such terrific partners, the amount of families that they feed, and I and I got to tell you, um, hunger to me, especially in this area, is senseless. 
Childhood hunger drives me crazy. Mm. The fact knowing that kids, the only meal they might get is when they go to school. We've got to help. And all of you are helping. And all these corporations are helping. Comcast, KeyBank kicking off. Uh, camels with 100,000 pounds. Oh, shout out to all of you. Yeah. You are stepping up in ways bigger than ever. Yep. That is something we can all be proud of. And I couldn't be happy to be associated with Super America and this great event. Uh, we love it. And we love being a part of it. And, and you, you guys know, rock. You know, Cindy Maddow, so this became the year where, where uh, we reclaimed a portion that had been lost during COVID, which is yeah. people making actual physical food donations as well. Uh, and you see them showing up, taking advantage of the Acme store right here. So in concert, from the smallest to the largest, um, a lot of good work has been done because Lori told us at the beginning of all this, as you pointed out, it's, it's, it's a bad situation, but it just got a bit better today. So thank you so much. Oh, it's yes. our, listen, it's our pleasure. And, and uh, as I heard earlier today... Go down to Phil Abundance and volunteer. There yeah. is no greater way to give back than to help sort all this amazing food that is being donated. And, uh, again, on behalf of all Super for America colleagues around uh, around this area and around the country, uh, it's a real honor to represent everybody. Um, and this is our, our favorite day of the year. I oh. can't believe it. I did uh, Wrap your mind around that 16 tractor trailers. 16 tractor trailers full is that, just that's insane. Uh, what was our goal year one, Preston? One ton. One <laughs> ton. 2,000 pounds of food. Up 26 to years ago. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So our 17th year. We'll be back next year for an 18th. Sound good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. All right. Let's hear it. Matt Bruder and Subaru. You're the real deal. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I am blown away. All right. Well, with that, we need to absorb all of that information and digest it. And we'll take one more break. Come back in a second and wrap up the program. Jackie Bam Bam just got here. Yeah. Back there. Stay with us on the radio. Come see us if you're nearby. We'll be back in a moment on MMR. appearing at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger? WMMR.com slash campout has a calendar full of guests, stunts, events, and live music. Plan your trip to the tent or for can't miss listening. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. this camp out for hunger ladies and gentlemen the world's greatest party band drop dead sexy sensational sensational a lion king tribute that had us all tearing up i i'm telling you you could either they give you two choices you could kneel or bow your head (laughs) when simba came out it was wonderful you got to see these guys everything they bring to the table is amazing their website is dropdeadsexy.com instagram at dds band drop dead sexy band on facebook um and also oh we were supposed to do a shard out oh to Ducky's wife, Steph, and unborn baby boy. So Ducky is in the band. So a shout out to Ducky. I did all three. And thank you to Paul, Ducky, John, Justin, Dave, and Scott, who is leaving the band after the first of the year. So that's for Scott. That's for Scott. Uh, who is uh, getting his uh, last camp out for hunger in. So what a, what a great time today. What an amazing... What? Listen... 
Casey and I were backstage talking. This is without question the best camp out for hunger we have ever oh. executed. Without question. And I can I can only speak to what we've experienced because we uh, we don't know what the totals are. We won't know until next week. It's a lot of food. It's a lot of money. It needs to be tabulated. So we'll find out then. But just from a, a basic feeling and the fact that we didn't have any colossal F-ups while doing our radio show, which is normally the way we operate. Right, right. Things went so smoothly and uh, there was a lot of work put into it. And there's too many people to name. We'll probably get into that next week. But, um, you know, big uh, uh, special honors go to Marissa Magnus. Who? Yes. Marisha Magnata. Marissa. Marisha. Mocha Magnata. Magnata. Uh, you see her. I, I think she gets more exercise this week yeah, than yeah. any <laughs> other week out of the year because she runs around like crazy. Uh, and our engineering staff is unbelievable. All of them, you know, we see Rodney. Rodney Bird. Rodney, who's receiving an award tonight and very much deserves it, but there's a whole giant cluster of people over there that do. Uh, I, we were telling Pierre last night, we were, we were like, you know, the, the greater, what, what, the, what, the part that we put on is just the tiniest part we're, of this whole thing. We're freeloading. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, we, we, we work on the radio program and, and we have some fun things to do and everything, but to make this, uh, this operation work takes a whole lot of people. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and another uh, bright and shining name uh, is our promotions director, Eric Simon. Eric was a superstar this time. I mean, he always is, but man, he was juggling so much stuff. Yep. I mean, while all this was going on, my wife came to visit, and he made sure to make sure that she was able to get her car in and get everything set. And it's just, yep. You know, from the macro to the micro, he's covering everything. Back in the studio, I want to thank Jason Fayon, who's running yes. the board. Yes. And Connor Betts, uh, also. Connor. Uh, Connor back at the studio. And all of our interns who have just been doing amazing things uh, all week long. There's a lot of people. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll roll out some more of it next week when we have a little if bit If we forget your name, it's that you didn't mean much to us. Yeah, Stop. just know that. Uh, but I believe uh, before we do the letter of the day and all that good stuff, is Pierre here? Oh, I well, see yeah. a man who looks like him. Well, let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, our good friend and co-worker, the man who leads this radio station, Pierre Robert, is here with us once again. Hey, everybody. What a day, what a day, what a week. I am overwhelmed. Yeah, we are too. It's yeah, been so incredible. Cool. Yeah. So cool. Great to see everybody. What a show today. <laughs> and I just saw Matt Ritter in the parking lot, and he's in tears. I mean, uh, yeah. it's a very emotional thing. So, Well, the hair on her hand, his hand got caught in the car door. So. <laughs> That's why he was crying. Yeah. Hey, real quick, why don't, why don't we get the, the business out of the way, and then, yep. and then you can uh, tell us what you want to tell us, because Pierre always has some wonderful things to say. We'll do our letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. So, Jason, if you will, let's go ahead. If it's right. Preston and Steve on 93.3. The Preston and Steve show today is brought to you by the letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Y as in yellow. Yeah. All right. So we are going to give away to the winner. We'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. The winner is going to get Victory Brotherly Love beer for a year. Victory Brewing Company's Brotherly Love Hazy IPA helps you drink beer and do good by giving back to the city of Philadelphia. They made a great donation uh, this week. Oh, yeah. 
course, at Victory Beer Hall, we did uh, Quizzo Night. So Jason's going to take the winner back at the station. So we appreciate that. And uh, we will handle that business. And I'm sure you guys will mention who the winner is a little bit later on, Pierre. But uh, yes, we will. you always have some wonderful uh, closing thoughts to make uh, at this event. You know, I was... I didn't do that. <laughs> They're not doing it. Where the F did that come from? <laughs> Pierre hates that song. You, you just My closing did. thoughts are the greatest song ever. <laughs> There's no stairway to heaven. It's not Freebird. It's the Pina Colada song. Yeah. It will be played at my funeral, <laughs> which will be next week. <laughs> it's what's going to kill you, actually. Oh. They went very well. So here we are, everybody. It's it's uh, finally come to a, a really incredible landing. And uh, I was, you know, I've talked all week about the moving parts that make this happen. But it happens under a tent. We are literally under a tent. And if you think about, um, and those of you listening, wherever you're listening, are part of that collective tent if you will follow my analogy. And under this tent are all kinds of people, right? So we all have different perspectives. We all have different views of the world and of life and of family and relationships, everything else. But we all, in this wild, insane, crazy world, we're out there, we're constantly told how things don't work, how many problems there are. Well, guess what? This thing works. And... I submit to you that the reason that it works is because under this tent, we are united. This tent doesn't know any walls. This tent doesn't prejudice. There's no prejudice against black or white or religion or sexuality or football team. Well, maybe football team. <laughs> One or two. <laughs> In other words, we are all together. And when we act as that collective unity, we can do amazing things. And it occurred to me that a can of food that you might have brought might go to someone that you don't like or that you don't agree with but really could use a hand up and again in this world where we don't agree on anything why can't we agree on lifting people up and feeding them and that's what this most noble thing has been about since these two guys started in a beat up little camper with one oil can and logs that they would light on fire to keep warm in the hopes that they would raise one ton of food and now look what we've done and we'll find out the totals next week but the unity aspect of it never ceases to amaze me. I talk about the moving parts in terms of all the equipment, but the moving parts extends to the people. You're part of it. Uh, our staff and all these different people who are here are part of it. And uh, in terms of the word, by the way, it, Jason has a winner now, is family. And it, you are part of our family. We are honored that you have let us be part of your family. MMR is 55 years old. And it's not just limping by. It's alive and well and vibrant thanks to you and the family connection. You've let us be part of your family. You are part of our family. They are part of my family. And I wish for you that you could have a place where you go uh, when you go into work that you don't just like the people that you work with, but that you love the people that you work with. I can honestly say that so many of us love each other at this radio station, but it, it starts with love. And, and this unity of our family, our family's had some bumps in the road in the last couple of years, but 
Our family at MMR has stayed together and something, someone that needs to be called out for helping that process, for being a unifier and for being one of the most decent uh, human beings is our program director, Bill Weston. Come up here and take a bow. Come up here and just take a bow. Just take a bow. This man is one of the most... Stand up and give him the applause that he deserves. Because, Bill, just say once, Bill, come back and say something. Because if you had to herd the cats that we are, you would be out of your mind, too. And he hasn't lost his mind. Thank you very much. You're so uh, terrific in the words that you um, share with all of us uh, listening uh, in the tent here today for our amazing morning show that put on this fantastic event that does so much good. It's really my joy that I get to work with people who care, people who love, people who are insanely talented, who know how to hit a fart machine button with (laughs) like nobody's business. I'll do it for you. That's what it's all about for me. Thank you so much, Pierre. And thank all... All of you, each and every one, who donated, who made Camp Out for Hunger such an amazing week. Thank you. I call I call the program director the conductor of the orchestra, and he's conducted our orchestra for over 20 years, and he's going to be leaving us at the end of this year, so he deserves special acknowledgement as a part of that family that has kept us together. Through good times and some very rough times. So in that spirit of unity and family, it's all because of you that we have been able to do what we do. Not only stay on the air, but help out people who are in our community. Again, that's the noble thing that these guys came up with all those years ago. So, you know, for Kyle and Kathy and Marissa and Nick and Casey and these two incredible gentlemen that I love and respect so much, Preston and Steve, on behalf of all of them and all of us, we love you. Yes. We thank you for being part of our family. And congratulations on an incredible Camp Out for Hunger. Thank you. Pierre Robert. Thank you, Pierre. Can't say it any better than that. No. Not possible to say it any better than that. Uh, we're just, uh, yeah, we're blown away. We want to thank you guys for an amazing week. And like I said, we'll we'll continue that praise next week when we get back to the studio. But this has been so much fun. Thank you, guys. We, uh, we really, really do love you. All right, we're going to wrap things up. We are going to thank our sponsors. So the Preston Steve Radio Program today brought to you by Duncan. The Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan. And also brought to you by Trinity Rehab, locations all over. And now opening King of Prussia, Trinity-Rehab. Next week on the program, we'll get the camp out totals. Our friend Tim Meadows is going to be checking in. Great. And it's Thanksgiving next week, so we'll all enjoy that together. You guys rock. Rage on. Have a great weekend. We love you. Happy camp out for hunger, everybody. We'll see you later. Be safe.
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.